Todd, I don't even know, like, my life right now is such a fucking disaster. I know last week on the show, we talked about how my kitchen sink decided to just break and leak everywhere. And that's still an ongoing issue. Now, my fucking tub is, like, almost not, like, fully completely, like, clogged. But like such a slow leak that when I took a shower today, there's still water in there. And it's been like all the past three days I've been shoving shit down there, trying to like snake it out. I've been plunging it like all this, like doing literally anything I can to the point where I'm at now, where tonight I shoved like a shit ton of baking soda and white vinegar down there because it's supposed to like really clean it out. But it's, not to throw Jen under the bus or anything, but I, I'm I'm kind of thinking that this could be a Jen problem and not a Brendan. Problem. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely has to do with like clumps of her hair, but like yes, because I deal with that with Amanda on a regular basis. And I'm just but like, like that's normal, and normally, like you know, once a month or whatever, I'll just like pop the thing off and like pull the hair out, and we're good. But like for some reason, right now, it's like I mean, this is also an old as fuck house, so it could just be the house like has terrible pipes or whatever it is no, but knowing what you pay for rent i really don't feel bad for you though i'm just gonna throw that out there right? it's not what do you, it doesn't even make any sense listen regardless i'm like i'm if if next week there's another issue in that realm of space where it's like now this isn't working or this is broken i'm i'm gonna i i, I can't like with everything else that 2020 is with the pandemic with 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 gentiles everything else that's going on it's like I don't need I don't need these issues. I need to shower. Like I want to be able to shower and not worry about not being able to shower the next day or something. Anyways, that that's Let's go get, that's, a bunch, get a get a bunch of Drano. I've had that issue before, and I've dumped like two. No, bottles of that Drano doesn't work because I did I dumped that in, and it's I I went I put two bottles in there this week. It didn't yeah. do shit. Did you boil it, water then after it and, and put? I have water boiled there? so many kettles of water <laughs> and dumped it down there. Nothing, 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 nothing. I've like I. I, I almost I probably shouldn't I didn't even have to work out yesterday. I did, but I like I probably could not have because I plunged this fucking tub so much that it was like I was fucking pouring sweat from plunging that shit. <laughs> and to be clear, I have I have a separate plunger that is not a toilet plunger because I'm not yeah, sticking a right. toilet plunger in the fucking tub. Get that nonsense out of here. We don't need to go down that that road. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about plunging bathrooms too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. I will uh, let you know, though, this is a special episode because we do have two lovely guests joining us, someone returning and someone brand new to the show. So before we get to them, as always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely evening is the Population One Poppy, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I feel like every time you like give me a title, I stop playing that game. So that's that's <laughs> what I need to do. Then I need to, I need to like whatever game I just want you to stop yeah, playing. Yeah. I need to come up with a new title for it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, right. The Cyberpunk Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that'll be next week. How, okay. how are you doing tonight? Doing all right? Hanging in there? I'm good. Yeah. You drinking Spindrift tonight? You're not even drinking anything good. I haven't had a beer in a week, so that's like the longest in I don't believe 15 this. years. That's the longest I've been in 15 years without having a beer. I don't and believe. I feel it. I feel like I've I've had some issues this week not having a beer. I'm like, okay, maybe I. Yeah, but how many much. how many how many walks up with your dog? How many gummies? You cutting that I, out too? Yeah, I cut that out too this week. I've, I've I've I smoked like twice this week. That's about it. Okay, all right. And that's probably killing me too. It's probably why I feel like shit. I got to go right back to the sauce tomorrow, probably. 
you're you're a clown. You're a clown. <laughs> also joining us tonight for the first time ever on the show, Zombie Kills. Who, if you don't know who Zombie is at this point, I don't know what fucking rock you are under because she is out here killing it. She has been featured at IGN on Spawn on Me. Good morning, America. I mean, you you name the place. She's been there. And if she hasn't been there yet, she's going to be there. You wait and see. Zombie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing really good. That was a really nice introduction. So I'm feeling kind of <laughs> lit right now. I honestly <laughs> didn't know. I was like so stressed out about how to intro you because I was like, she's fucking on fire right now. Like when I was like putting a list together in my head, I'm like, oh, I could say this. I could say this. And I'm like, I could literally say almost anything because that's that's the level that you're at right now. I'm trying. I am very busy. Uh, I'm very exhausted. But yeah, I, I, I'm I, not here trying. Hell yeah. <laughs> how, how are you living tonight? You, you, you sipping on anything good or are you just you hanging out low key? Uh, I ate an edible. Okay. <laughs> just so I can be prepared, you know. <laughs> I ate an edible, you know. <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty, pretty normal. Uh, and I uh, you know, warmed up by playing. I went on a. I went on my my first date with somebody on Animal Ooh. Crossing. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That is kind of amazing. Are you? Sweet. Are you? Have you been playing Animal Crossing for a bit, or are you new to Animal Crossing? Okay, I've been playing it. So, Animal Crossing is deeply tied to my mental health state. So, whenever I'm on the verge of a psychotic breakdown, Animal Crossing is my like Britney 2008 moment. <laughs> okay. But like in the beginning of the pandemic <laughs> animal crossing i think the first week that it was out i logged like a hundred and something hours because i just I think lived there that, yeah. yeah and then i i played it pretty heavily until um and that was what most of my content when i first started streaming kind of was centered around was animal crossing over on mixer i was like a, an animal crossing streamer uh, oh, i did yeah. fashion shows and i really like doing art stuff but then I kind of like moved away from it when my mental health state stabilized, you know, I was like, okay, you're okay. The pandemic's going to be okay. Okay. And now uh, I'm back to Brittany 2008. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I haven't touched this since the swim update. And I heard that they were adding the new hair textures for people of color. So yeah. I was like, let me go in this. And then this, this guy was like, Hey, do you want to go on a date? And I was like, okay, like, like, like a discord hangout. Like what are we doing? And he's like, Let's like hang out in Animal Crossing. I was like, this is really cute. That's a smart <laughs> that is, move. Yeah, that, that is that is a. I mean, that I'm I'm jealous. Like, I wish yeah, that that right. that was a thing I like, could I do. Wish I was single. I would, I would, yeah, I was yeah. For thing. for that reason only, like yeah, just yeah, for like, that. Go, go sit on a bench and like look at the stars <laughs> yeah, and hang right. out. You know, and like that, I don't know, it was fun. You know. That is amazing. I, I yeah, I think I think the three of us, uh, Grayson included, I think you know, I know Grayson's kind of fallen off the Animal Crossing train a little bit, but like mm. for for Todd and I, like for me, it's almost like impossible that Animal Crossing can't be my personal game of the year this year, just because without that game, I don't know how I would have gotten to December. Like no right. no fucking idea. I, I got that, close to 500 hours in that game just in a yeah, one year. This is yeah, insane. exactly. Like I'm, 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 I'm up there too. I think I'm at like 400 I don't hours. Think any, I don't think anybody has less than like 300, right? So like right, my whole thing is, so if you have a minimum of 300, if everyone in America has, because, because I mean, let's be honest, everyone in America has 300 hours in this game. The fact that it's not game of the year is 
wild to me. Yes. And that also shows this weird prejudice for like games being more simple and them not getting the love just because they're pared down. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need lasers to shoot out of my vagina for it to be a good game. Like, I don't. But if you they added I mean? that in the next update to Animal Crossing, I mean, I would 100 percent take it. 100 percent take it. I'll take that, sir. But no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a really weird disparity. Whereas, like, they don't give these games that are good to our hearts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't give them these good reviews, and it kind of, it kind of feels cheap. Like, it kind of feels cheap to me, and like an easy cop out. It's like they are afraid to say what's. You know, if it didn't make a ton of money or do this, but it did. Yeah, it's like it's the, the sales in that game is insane right now too. It's yeah, like isn't it like thirty million copies? In uh, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's thirty. No, it's million. like twenty-four million or twenty-six. Yeah, like, which is insane. I mean, that's yeah, that's 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 yeah, like crazy. You know, you look at exclusive first-party games for other like look at the first like the best-selling PS4 <laughs> exclusive game is uh, Spider-Man, and I believe it's twenty million. And like for Animal Crossing to only be out for not even a full year, it's past that amount. And, you know, there's 120 million PS4s out there. There's, you know, 70 million Nintendo Switches out there. That's it's a crazy number to think about. Um, but I like totally agree with you. I, I think the other part of it, too, is that there's there's, a, you know, probably certain people at certain places that are like, yeah, Animal Crossing is my game of the year, but they don't like they're either not the loud, loudest voice or they get kind of stomped out by the, by the, you know, dozen people that are, you know, last of us or final fantasy seven or whatever. And not to like shit on those games. Cause I enjoyed those games too. But for me personally, like animal crossing this year, it would, it, it was, that game would have been great and did well whenever it came out, but it just like, it came out at the perfect time for, I think a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think the same. I think, just neglecting that is gross oversight is all oh, I'm saying. Oh, for sure. I a hundred percent agree. Like, I think that's like, that's, that's one of those things that like doesn't happen often where it's, it's tied to something bigger than the game. Like that's, that that's legitimately tied to people's, you know, survivability this year, their mental health. And, yep. you know, obviously other games can help people in those ways too. But I think, for a game like that, that, you know, is a life sim, you know, is a laid back game that, that, you know, already tends to be that for people just in everyday life, I'm sure. But, you know, in a year that's so fucking terrible to have that come out and be good and successful. I feel like it, I, I agree with you. I think it is getting kind of overlooked in that regard. Um, but rounding us out for this lovely evening is returning guest, friend of the program, Grace Morales. Features editor at Twinfinite, Grayson. How are you doing tonight? That beard, I will say, uh, you don't shave the beard, beard gang. <laughs> I know it's I'm been great. It. Um, yeah, I like haven't shaved in a few months. It was like a mix of like the COVID thing, being locked down, and like no shave November happening. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let it keep going. I think this is like the longest I've had it in like five or six years, maybe. So yeah, I'm feeling good. I got my Stella, my Stella Artois. Nice. <laughs> Feeling Ooh, it, feeling okay, it. Happy okay. to be here. Dancing, dancing. <laughs> what, what, what does, uh, what does the significant other think of the beard? Is the beard approved or? Um, yeah, he like he likes it too. Okay, all right, it. okay. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I mean, that that can be <laughs> a, a a spicy conversation. I think if he if he mostly he mostly likes my hair. He likes being he likes my hair long. So I'm also just trying. Do you to normally it. have it short? 
Uh, yeah, like the past few years, yeah, I've usually had it short, but now it's going pretty long. So I I don't even know what to do with my hair at this point because yeah, I, I it's this is the longest my hair's ever been, and it's <laughs> like coming down to my yeah. eyes if I if I let it go straight down. It's funny it's, you yeah. guys are all you guys are all growing your hair out, and I'm like I've gotten to shaving my head, which I haven't done since I was like 18. So I'm like screw yeah. it, I'm never, I'm never going to a barber ever again. Well, that's yeah, how it I, is easy to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just panic changing my hair color like every two weeks, in case you guys. I know you guys have noticed, right? Like I'm literally changing my hair every two weeks. I'm like <laughs> I'm just at that stage where I'm like, f it, let's go, let's just right. do whatever. <laughs> like it's 2020, we're just gonna do whatever gets us through yeah. to the next day at this point. I love it. I'm, I'm, should I dye my hair? Should I should I mix it up? Listen, I a hundred percent think you should try it because if nothing else, you're in your house. Like literally, nobody's gonna see this. So that like if true. you if you met, and I'll talk you through it if you want me to. You can call me on video. I'll talk you through doing your hair because I, I just so you know, like my day job is like I'm a hair and makeup artist. Like that's oh nice, that's well, awesome. That was my day job. I just got a job at a game studio. So oh okay, yeah. I love I love that. I love to hear that. So I guess I because I have dark brown hair, I'd have to bleach my hair no matter what first, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna that, have to. Does that fuck up my hair? Like, does that make it so that like my hair isn't as thick or anything afterwards? Or if when I shave right, that off, it will go away. If done right, it'll be fine. If not done right, you can shave your head because you're a man and nobody cares, and you have COVID to grow your hair back out. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe when when I'm like getting tired of whatever this is, I'll I'll play around with it, throw some colors in there, and see see if it sticks. See if it's something I can I can rock with. I've I've only ever actually I can't lie. I've definitely dyed my hair more than once when I was younger because uh, I don't know. Whenever like Eminem was probably at his hottest, I was like I'm bleaching my fucking hair. Um, I'm pretty sure me and two of my brothers also bleached our hair because you know cool white kids in the fucking ghetto like yeah madam let's go um my mom my mom is also a hairdresser so like the hair hair stuff was always whatever whatever we wanted it to be back then i guess so before we get started on tonight's episode a few housekeeping things and then we'll, we'll roll right into tonight's conversations uh this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty if you want to check them out on social media at goodnight fatty and educate yourself on who they are and what they do you won't be disappointed. Uh, the Persona 5 spoiler cast finally happened. It is a real thing. I know for a long time, if you're a long time listener to the show, you're like, have heard us talk about this for a long time. I finally finished the game. We finally had had the people on. We talked about it. It's available everywhere. The podcast is. It's also up on YouTube. So if you care about Persona 5 Royal and you want to check that out, go do that. It's a very long conversation. There's tears. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of good nuggets of conversation there. Everyone that joined us for the for the show was was phenomenal. I'm very happy that uh, all of those lovely people got to join us. And then the final thing is the PTC Movie Club for December. If you want to watch that movie with us, and we'll talk about it on the final episode of December. This month was Mike's pick, and he picked Sorry to Bother You. I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it yet, Todd? No, I haven't watched it yet. So if you want to listen to us talk about that on the final episode of December, you can check out Sorry to Bother You. I believe Mike said it's on Hulu. It is, yeah. So it's if you want, movie. oh, you've seen it. You like it? Yeah, it's fantastic. You're gonna like it. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I I hope so because we've been doing this movie club thing for the last few five months or so, and every we just rotate who picks the movie. And I fucking hated Todd's picks because I don't like those he types of movies. He doesn't have good taste in movies, though. That's <laughs> <simple>. <laughs> I, 
I, yeah, I think Grayson would also disagree with me on, on my Todd, opinions on those movies. Yeah, Todd had some Todd had some great picks. He picked Hereditary, which I don't know if you fuck with that zombie. Uh, no, not at all. Absolutely. Exactly. Not. See, zombies <laughs> got good opinions too. I'm trying to get uh, to heaven. I'm trying to get to heaven. I can't watch those type of movies. And then uh, what was the last one? Oh, Prisoners with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. I don't know if you know what that movie is. No, I, I'm not going to lie to you now that I have. Uh, so my kids are four, six and 12. Mm hmm. Uh, I don't have a lot of time for movies. Even I guess I just sit around and binge watch TV. So I could be probably watching movies, but whatever. Most yeah. of my movie content at this point is like me watching whatever Pixar or Disney drop has come out next. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. And I have completely lost all sense of being an adult. Uh, so, I, yeah. Part of why we started this is because like I notoriously do not watch movies. Like if like anytime someone ever references a movie, even if it's like a super well-known movie, Chances are I have not watched it. So that's like always a thing that like everyone gives me shit for. So part of this was like, oh, it'll be a way for us all to watch movies that we otherwise wouldn't have watched. And so far, I fucking hate movies. <laughs> uh, I would much rather be playing a game or, or doing literally anything else than watching the things that have been suggested for this so far. But yeah, so if you if you care about uh, Sorry to Bother You, watch that and we will uh, we'll talk about it on the last episode of the month. So before we get into it tonight, uh, I did want to circle back to Zombay because you are new to the show. Um, if any one of our listeners doesn't know who you are, uh, like, who are you? What, what do you want these people to, to know you for? What, where can they find you and stuff like that? Just because I, I definitely want to we'll, we'll plug that stuff at the end, too. But I want to force everyone who's listening to this now to also get that information. Well, my name is Zombie Kills. I make big, fat, black, chaotic content on Twitch. Uh, I have a good time. I talk about shit that matters. I, I uh, focus on the intersectionality of gaming and social justice issues, uh, life issues, issues that affect uh, marginalized communities. And we have a really good time. And I have built a very focused uh, on radical kindness community of gamers. And we're trying to change the space in uh, transformative ways like that really uh are are focused in being kind and being not just like tolerant but accepting uh and uh, i swear a lot play games at a i don't know c plus kind of level a plus entertainment <laughs> i don't finish any games ever so if you're looking for people who do full playthroughs get the fuck out of here it's never gonna happen i have life <laughs> uh and uh yeah that's kind of what we do we just have a we just have a good time and are silly but like at the end of the day the main focus is being kind uh and taking no shit from anybody hell yeah i love it so if any of that sounds like it's up your up your alley which it should be if you listen to this show i don't know why that wouldn't be something you're into definitely check out zombies content follow her on twitter follow her on twitch those are the best places to to yeah. eat up what she's throwing out there so Fuck YouTube. <laughs> um, what has everyone been playing lately? Or whether it's new, old, doesn't matter. But we'll, we'll start with you, Grayson. What have, what have you been playing this week or, or just lately in general? Um, I just finished um, <clears throat> Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, I've been playing that the past week or two very, very slowly, kind of. And you hate it. Um, <laughs> Not not quite. I don't hate it, but it, it it is a game that I don't really. I did not have that much fun playing. Uh, okay. I think you've been playing it too, right? Like you started it, maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. I'm like probably three quarters of the way through. 
Yeah, so to me, it's like the story. The story is pretty cool. The way the, the way they present it is cool. The cutscenes are cool. It, it just it is a Muso game when it comes down to it. And you mm-hmm. are every mission you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And like it, it was is is just like my podcast game where I you know play it, put on a podcast, you know pause the podcast. So I'm listening to like a story cutscene and then go back to the mission. Go back to the podcast mm-hmm. and and it's like there's lots of you know different characters to play as and it's. It's fun in the beginning to like, you know, pull off these cool combos, but it just kind of got old towards the end. And the end, like, I feel like the third act of the game just goes on and on and on, where you think the game's gonna end and you have like ten more missions to go on. Oh, and boy. that kind of pissed okay. me off when I was like, okay, I just want this to be over. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been mostly playing. Um, it, it's yeah, it's not like I hate it. It's just like it's, yeah. it's an okay game, and it, I just wouldn't really recommend it to anyone unless they really liked. Musa games or like really, really, really like Breath of the Wild and they really love the story and the characters. Yeah. Um and then besides that, I've just played a few hours of um Cyberpunk, which we were talking about um off air earlier a little bit. And I don't have much to say. I've only played maybe three hours. I'm still yeah, like in the I'm probably first in like act. this I'm probably in the same boat as you then when it comes to that. Yeah, it's not uh fully grabbing me yet, but I'm also just not a big Western RPG guy. So I it's like a game I kind of I'm kind of forcing myself to like, or forcing myself to play it to see if I like it, sort of thing. Yeah, did you I don't really the, play. Did you get the to what? the intro yet? The, the like, did you get to like the cyberpunk opening? It's like six hours into the game. Oh no no no! Like I just, I technically just started Act One, like when Act oh, One okay. pops up, which is okay. like, I I think I I just did the Ripper Doc mission. Okay. When yeah, you yeah, first yeah, go yeah. to see him, and a little bit after that. Okay. So um, yeah. Really, so you and I are like the same point of the game. I keep on telling mm-hmm. Brendan this too. You guys really need to get to like the the end mission which is probably yeah. like five or six hours into the game that and then you like it's basically the intro a six hour intro but when you get to that mission and everything that comes after that mission i was just like oh, oh baby this game's great you know it's uh yeah. I, I highly recommend just plowing through it a little bit yeah it's uh i i plan on on continuing to play it until i like you know i, I just want to see for sure like cause everyone keeps talking about the end of the act one like you're talking about or like when the title screen maybe pops up or something yes, see if yeah, i'm into yeah, yeah. it but for now, I'm just kind of like, it's just there in the background, and I'll play it whenever I feel like playing it. It's not like a game I'm excited to go back to. And I don't know, it just, it's just so fucking overhyped. It's just like, I, I really don't understand, like, I, I know you like it, I just don't understand why so many people thought this was going to be, like, the best game of all time, or like, it, it's just, a lot, it's just stuff we've kind of seen before, and it's a mix of a lot, a lot of other stuff, I think, mm-hmm. from this past generation. And I think yeah, it's the Witcher Three. Game ever, yeah, it's like... yeah, it's just like CD Projekt Red really hasn't done that many games that we all love. It's like The Witcher Three, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know. It just and, and I don't. I'm not even having any bugs really or glitches. I'm pretty much yeah. it, it's fine for me. It's still just like not really that great of a time. And I feel bad for those people who have those bugs and stuff too, because that's even more fucked up. And they probably really like are not liking the game at the moment. Yeah. Especially the people playing on, on base PS4 and Xbox Ones are having a lot of issues. Um, I'm playing on PS5, so it's I, I ran into like maybe one or two glitches, but nothing really. Uh, it's not taking me out of the, the game or anything. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've only, I'm playing on a series, Todd and I are both playing on Series X, and I yeah. he hasn't had any issues, uh, luckily, but I, I've had like one instance where like the audio was kind of messed up and some of the characters were like, they were supposed to be sitting in chairs and they were like just sitting in on in the middle of the room. I was like, I'm gonna restart this section just in case I don't like save this. And then all of a sudden it turns into a fucking fucked up save file or something. 
Yeah. And I sw- and I switched it from performance to um, the better graphic looking things. You can do that on Series X, and okay. uh, it's like changed the game for me. The game looks gorgeous now. It's it's crazy because uh, it didn't it, look yeah. like amazing at first, and now like it's like a it's a it's a huge jump. Even though it's still running on the One X, you know, it's like the. I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that that was an option on Series X. I don't, I'm playing. I don't, I'm, I don't I, know if it's on PlayStation yet. No, because I I've, I think I've looked through all the options and there's no option like that. That's so interesting. I didn't. That's weird because like the next set upgrade isn't available yet. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Cool it's, like, it's I guess the backwards compatibility for Xbox is just better than PlayStation's. Yeah. Obviously, but it doesn't. It doesn't look that great. Um. It's. I mean, no, it looks. It doesn't look that nothing, great on mine either. Nothing is. There's never anything I look at. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. It looks. It just looks like a normal ass AAA game. Like it looks like GTA yeah. Five or something. I don't know. It's just like it's fine. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with those sentiments. What about yeah. you, Zombie? What what have you been playing lately? What what it's on your gaming agenda? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Sackboy's Big Adventure, so I've been Hell really yes. having really having a good time with that. Like it's just really colorful, and the textures are really rich, and the music is a bop. Um, so I was it was my most like anticipated title that and Ratchet and Clank for the PS5. So I was really excited mm-hmm. to like jump into the world and explore it because uh, Little Big Planet, uh, the whole world is like craft worlds, just important to me. Mm-hmm. So I've been having a blast playing that. I've been playing some Astros Playroom with my kids. So like I already played it myself, but now I'm going like back through it with them and just having fun and seeing them like learn how to use the cool the dual sense controller and like how wild that is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I'm like dipping back into the mental health world of Animal Crossing again, For but sure. also I'm really excited to jump back into ARC, uh, cause I have over 7,000 hours in ARC, uh, oh, and I'm, what? yeah, I, I have a problem. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I definitely, when we talk about the game award stuff, like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy that it just magically lined up that they revealed ARC stuff and you're going to be here this week. Cause <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm pumped to hear like someone who is very invested in arc talk about how yeah. they feel about about that i think i'm at like 7446 hours if i could be exact wow. in that game so uh yeah i'm really excited uh, to get back into arc cuz i'm sponsored with Nitrato, so i have my own server like i love dinosaurs so, uh, that is awesome so i'm really excited about that and i'm going to play second extinction this week it's on my playlist uh, i'm going to be playing second extinction with the game devs later oh, nice. this week and i'm really excited to delve into that cuz dinosaurs uh you know like dinosaurs are rad I, and guns are rad that's really cool yeah they sent me over um some keys to the game and we're like hey do you want to play with like the devs and i was like yeah like let's let's see what this world's about so i have like not played it oh. just so that i can go in fresh like with my audience because okay. i like to do stuff with my viewers like i want to experience it with them i don't like playing it off stream because like i want to have the same reactions as them when they see it for the first time that's Is great that the left for dead style dino game yes oh cool yeah that looks good it looks really good from what i've seen but i've tried to like kind of not spoil myself i hate spoiling myself for games so i kind of like go in blind i feel like there's not a lot like other than arc in in the second extinction game like is there a lot of good dinosaur games i feel like there isn't no there's not enough dinosaurs not enough guys with guns with dinosaurs is all i'm saying like stop! Like we've had enough zombie games. Throw throw a nice yeah. dinosaur bring, game. Out there. Bring back I think dinosaurs. there's a I think there's a Jurassic World game. But I don't think it's good. It's like a sim. It's like a sim. Yeah, oh, and, you're right. It's, it's like a builder. Like, like building like a builder, a which like is a, actually like Jurassic Park. It's it's hella lit. I'm not gonna lie. Like okay. that game is actually really lit. If you haven't given it a chance, 
give it a chance. Like, it's really fun seeing your dinosaurs escape and eat, eat like people at the park and stuff like that. It's like fun. But Todd, you'd probably love that. I definitely yeah. would. It's chaos. It's a lot of really cool chaos. And uh, the breeding and the unlocking the DNA stuff is really fun, too. It gets into, like, some cool science stuff. So I kind of like it. And money management. You can't beat that in a game. Right. But, cool. yeah, cool. Uh, that's where I'm at. So that's I've got a lot of, lot of games. I've been trying to play through. As you guys know, I got a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox. And, you know, I got them for free because I'm black. Mm -hmm. So I've been... <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I absolutely don't have to work for them, so I'm not cramming in a lot of gameplay at all. Of course not, no. <laughs> yeah, no, right. not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do it. I'm sorry. I had to say I'm it. fine with it. Listen, anyone okay. that has a problem with you has a problem with me as far as I'm concerned. Fuck oh, those people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck like, those folks. <laughs> there, there is a clear line in the sand, and it's <laughs> I don't fuck with it. If you're listening to our show, I don't care if you're new or you've been listening since day one. If you have a problem, with that, goodbye. Like, see you later. Peace, I'm all set. Peace out, motherfuckers. Like, there's no, right. there's no, the, the only, like, we don't have to go on a whole tangent unless you want to, but like, I, I think what's going on right now, the stuff that, that, uh, you're bringing to light and other people that are in the same boat that are bringing these same issues to the forefront and to, to the conversation right now, I think that, you know, if, if more people continue to do that and everyone else continues to rally with them in that stance, um, like th there is no space for that other side, like that other side. This isn't like, Oh, I like the last of us too. I don't like last of us too. It's I'm saying hateful shit. I'm trying to bring more people that look like me or are like me into a space where normally they're not like, yeah. those aren't the same fucking conversation. Those aren't, that's, you can't have an opinion about that. That's not something you can have an opinion on. That's just it's not wild. It's wild how they make it like that, though, right? Like mm -hmm. how they make it like it's that argument. Like I feel so gaslit almost every day that I feel like it is like how they say it. <laughs> like I, I, I be sitting there on Twitter like, dang, did I say that? Like I go back and I like watch something. I'm like, oh, you did not. Of course you did it because that would yeah. be crazy. But but it gets you so messed up, I think that. But I, I love that that's the stance you take. And I love sharing a space with uh, guys like you who who care about those things. It's important for us to hear voices in the choir. And it is important to the longevity of uh, otherness in the space. Absolutely. There won't be otherness if we drown it out and stamp it out quick. But even if it's being yelled at and shouted down, if there are people rallying around you, you'll be able to stay strong in this space. And games are for everyone. Absolutely. 100%. And I want everyone to experience games. Hell, I, I'm, you know, I'm worried about the accessibility of pricing options on games, too, because I really want more people to have better options. Thank God for things like Game Pass. Mm -hmm. So uh, gaming is more accessible price wise. Mm -hmm. But like. I want to see more people in games. I want to see so many different people. And I think that we, all of us who are in the space really do. But, you know, we have a few outlying pockets of insanity that just, you know, they need to be popped like pimples. The, the, all of those people, I mean, I don't know what those type of people, you know, pull in for revenue or whatever from that type of stuff. But like, that's like, that, that is the, the way to really make them stop is, if you affect their wallets, if they can't make money off of, you know, putting your hashtag, your name as a hashtag for their video or something, 
what what, what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? They, That's 100% my goal is to demonetize these people. Yeah, like if they're I not making money. I want to demonetize them. Yeah, I don't care if you give them a platform, if you feel like you got to do this whole free speech dance that we all know is crap. If you're a marginalized mm-hmm. person, free speech is just so interestingly slung towards us. But if we can hurt their pockets, I will walk away happy. Uh, that's the goal for me. And I think that should be the goal for anybody who's trying to aggressively attack hate. Hate needs funding. 100%. Absolutely. Broke hate just stays in the trailer parks. Like, (laughs) hate needs funding. Yeah. Hate needs funding. And we need to make hate defunded to nothing. I'm on board. I'm an ally. Fuck everything. I'm I'm a a straight white guy. Like, I... I, I don't have the same experience as you. I don't have the same experience as Grayson. I, I I have more at my at my footsteps without even having to do anything than people who don't look like me do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's yeah. I know you know what I mean. I don't need to I don't need to explain <laughs> that to you. I fucking I, I know. No, I just I know no, I know you're not explaining it, but I think it's very <laughs> kind. I just think it's very kind and I know where your heart is because I've been interacting with you for a while and you're one of my favorite white dudes to interact with in the space. So That that is high praise. I don't deserve that type of praise. You're a great guy. You're a great human. <laughs> you're doing great things and and more people should think how that you're fucking awesome. So, we just need more people to just I don't know, not be assholes. Right? Yes, hundred like, percent. Can we can we just say like title this episode "Don't be assholes" or something? I don't know. I don't mean, be assholes. That we can we can do that. That's fine with me. I don't care. <laughs> That's it. It's real simple. If you don't like me and you don't like my opinions on games, I guess cool. I've got some cool opinions on games. I feel like, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, am I beating every game? I'm I'm here to tell you loudly. Fuck no. I'm not, I am not gonna beat every game i am watching my friends like crunching all this stuff and it seems so harmful to me like i don't know maybe it's just because i'm new to the games industry uh but it just seems really harmful uh, grayson's nodding his head yes you guys can't see this oh yeah you're oh, yeah. right i mean it there's this thing with like game journalists like people like me who like working full-time in the industry where we're kind of like we're not forced but we're in, like encouraged to play every single fucking game that comes out and it's like i don't Personally, if I wasn't in, in, if I wasn't in the industry, I would not be playing Cyberpunk right now. I would not be playing like these games that I don't, I'm not really interested in playing. It's like I have to know about it just to kind of do my job and to kind of like be knowledgeable. And it it is it is sucks and it, it is kind of harmful. I feel <clears throat> we're like we get so stressed out. I, I get stressed out when like every any new game comes out, any new game is announced, and it shouldn't be like that. It should be like be able to play the games I want to play, the games I enjoy playing. And like not be stressed out about this because like the game games are wonderful and it's such so cool that we have video games uh especially the way they look now and like the stories they tell and it sucks that i have to like i have to like drop everything that i love playing to like play the newest thing just to be able to talk about it or whatever. i love seeing you say this because i feel like people really aren't transparent about it a lot like mm-hmm. not really not really and like for me as a streamer influencer <laughs> content creator whatever the heck you want to slap on me i guess uh like I love playing games and I pick what the heck I play. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess like I could have gone after getting some cyberpunk cash, but like to me, it was going to hurt my community. There are members of my community who spoke up about how they felt about it. They're LGBTQIA and they felt a very specific way. And um, for me, the tones around it, no matter what it is, if there's one person out there that feels hurt by it, I won't risk a dollar for it. I won't, I won't risk I'm not going to take, a, you know, however much thousand dollar activation, knowing that I'm going to lose somebody that's good hearted in my community. I can't. Mm-hmm. 
I can't be like I'm an ally and then be like, but when it comes to money, I mean, I guess a lot of people are doing that right now, but I, I can't do that. And so I don't play games at a pace that kills me or hurts me. And I know there's much bigger streamers who do that, you know, because they this is how they make cash, like is playing the latest and greatest games all the time. But like and beating every game like all the way through and they do these eight hour streams and 12 hour streams, 24 hour streams. But my streams are three hours because I think after three hours, you're probably sick of looking at my face. Also, I have lupus, so I try to listen to my body and like not hurt myself like mm -hmm. um. And like, I want a good mental health relationship with games because I love them and I find them like a really pleasurable escape in my life. And I love living in those worlds and like to see my friends pushing themselves through these worlds or like force pushing themselves to play games that, that don't resonate with them just seems so bizarre to me. And I feel like nobody talks about it enough. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's weird. It's definitely like a an, an odd balance in times because like, you know, we're, we're an independent thing and I try to like, you know. I try, there's certain things I like to play, like just for me, where like, you know, I might bring it up on the show or something because I'm playing it, but like, I'm not trying to do this deep dive and get into the nuances of, of the game or something because it's like something I want to just enjoy in my, in my own non staring in front of a computer screen time. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like, whenever I try to, you know, reach out to a developer or publisher or something and try to get something that I think maybe looks good or that I would enjoy or be good to review or cover like the worst thing. And it hasn't happened often because I try to be careful about what I do this with. But like the worst thing is getting like a review code for something that I end up not liking at all. And it's like, now I have to play this because I have to do like justice for this thing, um, you know, to be able to talk about it fairly and like give it a fair shot. But like there was one game and I won't say the name of the game because I don't want to like do that to the game but i did review it and i didn't give it like the i gave it an honest review i didn't give it like oh, I got you, you know i can say the name uh the game is <laughs> you actually i don't even know if you would know what i'm talking about but like, I, I didn't I do know what you're talking about right now it's i i didn't love the game. game franchises ever from them oh yes okay you do know what i'm talking <laughs> about uh like the game was like a 40-hour game and like for me my time is so valuable especially when it comes to like you know this stuff where i need to kind of budget out what I need to write, what I need to do, all these things. And, uh, you know, dedicating 40 hours to a game that I just really did not, like I was, I, I was hoping to like it and I did not. And I was like, I just want this to be over. This is a, this is a terrible experience right now. That's and I, so bad. That's I know, so bad. I know. How do you guys do this? I don't <laughs> like, I love games so much, but the industry side of it is like so fucking wild to me. Like that's wild to me. People just sitting there like choking down food. They don't like, <laughs> like what is like, it's literally like eating a bad meal and you're just smiling the whole time. And I do not understand it. It's wild. at <laughs> somebody new to the industry i'm like yeah 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 like i thought i would like to do this job but i would never and i yeah. love you guys and i value your perspectives and i love like reading y'all's articles but like there's also part of me that's like super fucking real and i'm like these bitches hate this shit like <laughs> <laughs> they hate this shit and everybody's out here just smiling on the internet and on twitter like they're having a good time but i know y'all are fucking frazzled it's 2020 <laughs> everything's falling apart around us we're on fire we're all wearing masks you can't get groceries you guys are choking down video games what the hell is wrong with this industry like it is literal psychological torture and it just feels bizarre to me i mean if y'all like it i love it but gosh i don't know how much they're paying y'all but it better be good y'all better be 
pay these folks. Pay yeah. these folks. I'm just an asshole though because Brendan gave me untitled Goose Game code. And he's like, you got to review it. And I'm like, I was I played it for 15 minutes. I'm like, I fucking hate this game. I'm not reviewing it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm I like, fucking love it. it. I love it's, it. Uh, like, yeah. Like, I I mean I can, I think it depends on like what what you are trying to create. I guess with certain stuff because like in Grayson's position, he he you have to review and, and see a lot of things, right? Yeah. So like, I won't review too many games, but yeah, I'll occasionally like every few months I'll be with, I'll be throwing like a review copy. And thankfully it's always like Nintendo stuff, which comes like, usually they give us review codes like two weeks early. So I can play like fucking Pikmin three deluxe for two weeks and enjoy it at a leisurely normal pace. But then you have games like cyberpunk, which, you know, I didn't review, I'm not reviewing, but we got like, a lot of outlets got codes for Cyberpunk very late, like a, a day or two before the game came come out come, mm-hmm. comes out, and how and we're expected to kind of like put out the review as fast as possible because if not, you're, you're just losing those views. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like expect someone to play a fucking what? Thir- you know, I, I think it takes like maybe thirty hours to finish it, a thirty-hour game in a day or two. It's, that's not healthy or no. normal, and it's not someone. It doesn't matter how much you're excited for the game. No one's gonna play in a game for fifteen hours in one day. It's just not like. Yeah, you don't do that. That's why I like these uh, game companies need to send these review codes so much earlier because it's like no one can play a game that long in that short amount of time and review it like a normal person. It's like you're not having the same experience that you know guy A, B, and C are playing yeah. when they buy from GameStop or whatever. Which is just like that's just a whole other problem. Yeah, um, and on the flip side of it too, like and and again, I won't because these are like smaller games. I won't yeah. uh, say the names, but like I. In the last two, actually, that's actually a bad idea to say that too. So, more recently, I had two different, uh, you know, smaller indie games. One of them had like you know bigger buzz, and I I have a you know a good relationship with the with the publisher and stuff. And I you know asked for the for the review copy, and like I don't ever expect anything. Like I we're small, like I don't expect anything ever. So anytime anyone does give us something, like I'm very thankful and like i want to do the best i can to make something that is impactful for the people deciding to give us something um so i don't like i don't ever expect anything but with this specific these two specific things i i not that i expected it but like i know i have a good relationship with them and i've gotten stuff from them in the past so i was not expecting it but i was planning my weeks around those things because i i was anticipating getting it um and i did end up getting it but i got it super late in one case i got it like the night before and in one case i got it like a few days before and it was like these aren't 40 hour games they're you know maybe 10 10 hour games or whatever but it's like i you know i work a full time job during the day and then i do all this stuff outside of that and to to have to like you know get this stuff done as soon as possible And, and in our situation it's like you know even more crucial where if this game is coming out on Friday, I get the code on Wednesday, I have to make sure that I have it completed. And then whatever I'm doing for content, whether it's article, video, whatever it may be, I need to have that when the embargo goes up for Friday or whenever the embargo is. Cause like for us, like if, if anyone is going to potentially see it, that wouldn't normally already be looking at our stuff. It's going to be in that initial when everything else is allowed to go live. You know what I mean? So it's like, so much pressure and stress to, to get it done. And I get it. That's, you know, that is part of it. That's part of the, part of the gig is, is doing some of the stuff, but I also, you know, zombie saying it out loud is like, I mean, she's not fucking wrong. (laughs) I, uh, I've made it a point to like, uh, 
take care of myself mentally. And I'm, I, I don't get sent like a ton of things yet. Like I'm still in that, like, I think I'm, well, I also am like just really honest and outspoken. So <laughs> that's not the greatest, but, uh, so the things that I do get sent, I make sure I'm just like, I do it at my own pace. If they don't decide to ever send me a code again, because I don't hurt myself as a mother of three kids, who's homeschooling her kids mm-hmm. in a pandemic who has lupus and only streams 12 hours a week. Like, if you think that I'm going to crank out your review code as when you give it to me that week, you're going to be crazy. And I don't care if the game launches that week. Like I played AC Valhalla a week after it came out after the hype. And there's something to be said for me holding on to my review code and then playing it at my own pace a week after I had way higher viewers. Cause people weren't like actively avoiding seeing the game. And like I oh, had true. way, uh, yeah, people weren't actively avoiding seeing it cause they'd had a chance to see it. And then, people came in and raised really good talking points and it caused a lot of really good like discussion around the game for me. And I was able to enjoy it. I was not looking forward to that game at all, at all. I care so little about white people in games and I care even (laughs) less about various versions of white people in games. Like, you know, Hey, Oh, I was wanting to see some flavor. Like I was wanting to see an Assassin's Creed with uh, a different type of storyline. And it's like, oh, we're doing more white people and now we're doing primitive white people. Cool, cool, cool. It didn't, it just didn't bounce to me, to appeal to me. Not to say that it's not a cool game. It didn't appeal to me. I played it. I fucking loved it. I loved it. I loved the story. I was grabbed from the beginning when it opened. I couldn't look away. It was like the best thing ever. And I've had a great time playing that game. And uh, I think that there's something to be said for people just doing things in their own time, at their own pace, how they want to do things in this industry. And I, and I want to see a shift in how we do that. I really want to see a shift in taking care of people's mental in our industry. I know that's wild to say. Mm-hmm. but um, It's so, it's so funny we, you say that about Valhalla because I, I, Brendan knows this. I've for weeks and weeks, and it, I have the luxury of playing that at my own pace. And I think that, but I think it was three weeks in a row and I'm like, I don't know about this game. I don't see what people see in this game. I don't, and then it took me to like the 30th hour and I'm like, I fucking love this game. I love this. I don't know why it took me 30 hours, but now all of a sudden I love it. But the game is like, you got to put like 120 hours into the game, which is cool, but I'm going to chip away at it gradually. But I could never imagine like, like, cause like Kim, Kim had to review that game. And yeah, Cameron I, I remember, yeah. yeah and I, and I remember seeing like, how the fuck do you review that game in that time period? Because I, put 40 hours into it and I'm power level like 120 and he finished the game at like power level like 280 or something like that and I'm like how um, is that even possible like, I'm pretty like sure that. he I'm pretty sure he's somehow like did like 70 or 90 hours in that small time frame and it's yeah, like insane. that's insanity it is insanity we care about studios crunching like a whole bunch like there's a lot of discourse and talk about it but like why are we not talking about like all the crunching that's going into like all these review writers and stuff yeah. like as much like Absolutely. I, I think that we're like really missing a, a bigger conversation about the unhealthy lifestyle that uh, game reviewers, streamers, gamers, like there needs to be a whole overhaul of the health of our community in order to keep it going forward with like its sharpest minds and the best people who don't burn out mm-hmm. so quick. It's it's I think it, it ultimately boils down to I mean, it's about money and all the people who are doing the work aren't the aren't the ones at the top of that food chain, you know, with the piles of money. So the people with the bags of money up top, they, they might want to publicly say they care, but they don't fucking care about any of us. I'm going to die so broke y'all. <laughs> oh, it's great. 
<laughs> put me in a dirt all. box and throw me in the ground, <laughs> motherfuckers. I don't know. No special arrangements. Let's put me next to my Switch, next to my PS5 <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, also, can Pikmin <laughs> send me console. codes? Listen, listen, Nintendo. I know that, like, I cuss a lot. Listen. But, like, <laughs> I really fucking love your games is all I'm saying. Like, send me codes for your games. I'm Have just you saying. Put- have you played any of the Pikmin games or no? Yes, I played all the Pikmin games except for Pikmin 3. I've never played it oh, and so I really want to play it. I really want to play it and I and I was really excited to see Grayson talking about it. I think I commented like excitedly on your post cuz I was like, ah, "I love Pikmin." <laughs> uh and I haven't played it yet, uh but it's definitely on my list uh because the first two I played through like a crazy person and I really just enjoy I just enjoy the Pikmin games. I enjoy puzzle games, I enjoy space, I enjoy aliens. I like weird cute stuff and I think Nintendo does that so well. And oh, like that I, game I agree, is so yeah. peaceful. The atmosphere is so peaceful in those games. And it's like almost melancholic when you play those games. Like there's this weird like sense of like longing and trying to figure things out. I don't know. I just I love those games. That's a good like streaming game, I feel like too. Cause that's just yeah. like you're just chilling and vibing. You're like, but then your Pikmin start dying. You're like, okay, now things are getting <laughs> kind of chaotic. <laughs> But then, you know, you get more Pikmin and then it's all fine, you know. <laughs> I, I might need to play that. I think my community would like to see it's me. Good. Kill it's good. It's a good game. Pikmin yeah. 3 is awesome. Shit, we need to we need to get a Nintendo PR contact in touch with you. That's what we get to do. They, they will not like me. I swear too much. I'm not wholesome. Plus, I talk about penis occasionally. It really just throws people <laughs> off. I don't know what Nintendo's uh, like PR relationship is with with streamers. Like, I don't know. They pick the most wholesome of the bunch. When I tell you the Nintendo streamers are like, they're like, they are like preschool teachers. They're preschool teachers, all of them. Because Nintendo, honestly, I feel like has the best brand integrity uh, out Mm -hmm. of any brand period. Like Nintendo does. Uh, But not that I'd fuck up your integrity, Nintendo. (laughs) I would give you street cred is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Fuck, Nintendo. They do do have a lot of YouTubers, I know. There's a lot of like Nintendo YouTubers. And then there's the Smash community, which is oh god, <laughs> a whole nother topic. Whole nother topic. Hold, we need a whole nother show for that. Yeah, but like I'm somewhere in the middle. That's all I'm saying. Like, I can, I can like, be I'm not a in pre- the group, but yeah, I'm not in that group. But <laughs> I do some crazy stuff on occasion. But like, I can do five year old content if you need me to. I have done whole shows where I have not cussed at all. Is all I'm saying. I have yeah. done entire shows where I don't swear. Uh, but I don't know. I love I love Nintendo games. I've been having a lot of fun just kind of like finding little cheap Nintendo games for like 99 cents. Like uh, Later Daters love this game. Like Later, Later Daters. Daters? It's about being an octogenarian in a dating home. It's a dating sim game. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> this shit is flames. Yes, baby. Oh, yes, I do know about this game. Okay. Old people dating game, right? Yes, yeah. it's okay. flames. I think I wrote about this game before. It's flames. It's flames. It's a favorite. And then like there's and then I'm like a Stardew Valley junkie. So like I, I like Stardew in so long. I love Stardew Valley. Stardew makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. I love getting rejected by people. I'm trying to mac on them and they don't <laughs> like my gifts and tell me they're gonna throw in the trash. Like I live I live for that shit. I feel like I'm I... gonna play Animal Crossing before I'd ever play Stardew at this point now, though. That's the sad thing. What? Play Stardew I'm... with me, you <laughs> coward. <laughs> yeah. Todd used to play a lot of Stardew. I never played Stardew ever. Oh, oh that's so good, Grayson. Grayson. Yeah. 
That is but right I'm, up I'm your alley. I feel like you would I'm also like not that. A, I'm not a big Animal Crossing. I don't like Animal Crossing that much, though. So, mm. like, I don't know. I'm weird Stardew and Animal. Okay, Stardew <laughs> and Animal Crossing are very different games. Yeah. They have a very similar group of people that like them, but they're very different games. Stardew Valley like Stardew. reminds, yeah, Stardew reminds me of like old Zelda type of thing. Like you're wanting, like it's got the same like art style and design. It's fun. I like that you can romance same sex people and all kinds of stuff. It's got a lot of really good like subtle representation in the game. Hundred percent of game you should be playing. Yeah, Stardew yeah, Stardew great. It. It's definitely worth checking out. I don't know how much it if it's all like it, it goes on sale once in a while on the Switch. I don't know about. In other places, Probably but like I, it, bucks or something. yeah, it's mm-hmm. I, I I stand Stardew. I haven't played it in a long time, but that is a very good game. I put a lot of time into that back in the day. They added a multiplayer update more recently too, like probably within the last year or so. But I haven't gone back to it since. Fuck, it's a good game. All right, let's skip ahead to the game awards because I want to make sure we talk about some of the stuff, and then you know if we have time after we'll throw some other things in there. But for the game awards just in general i mean if anyone has any thoughts on the show or anything you know feel free to drop those but otherwise like what, what were some of the bigger things that you were like super super pumped for that you saw uh for me it's just sephiroth coming to smash brothers yeah <laughs> i think that was like it was the first thing that happened in the show too that was like the, the only like oh shit it's crazy that, that they had. started it with that like that's insane to me yeah i was like that's usually like a one more thing kind of thing um mm-hmm. but that's cool that was very unexpected uh the show itself was good it for me personally there was nothing that, that really spoke to me besides that and like the monster hunter trailer was cool but like i'm not really a big there was a lot of like uh i don't know like the genres that I'm usually not really interested in, but I know it's a big deal for those fans like Mass Effect and Arc Two, which I'm sure we'll go into later, mm-hmm. and like um uh, kill, uh dark what's that killer Perfect dark? dark Perfect Dark sorry uh yeah that's stuff like that like, I'm not really personally in- interested in but um I think the show was fine um I, I I just think that Jeff Keighley really didn't do a good job of focusing on the actual games themselves and, de- and the developers who won the awards that the awards were so fast and like felt like commercial breaks and then they yeah. have like the game announcements yeah and then like okay yeah. the best sound goes to this i'm like wait what who won and like they go on to the next thing so fast i'm like i want to see the developers taking the awards and then talking about their games and stuff it, it's so um, it's so bizarre to me that you bring that up well not that you bring that up because i agree with you but like it's so bizarre to me that like i don't think that that jeff is like trying to do that like i don't think he's trying to to make a show that way because i i think his goal is to try to bring like you know more credibility and visibility to to the gaming industry you know like i i think he's trying to make like the oscars of the games and that would be cool i mean for what award shows are award shows are award shows they're you know whatever but like this is so not an award show like it's not about the awards it's about Let's show new cool new games, which like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure all four of us can agree. Like, yeah, show me the new shit. Like, I love seeing new stuff. Like, that's great. Like, hype me up. Get me excited for this stuff. But like to call this the game awards. And like you said, the game, the award part of it feels like commercial breaks. It feels like I'm going to quickly ramble off these nominees and and give an award. And then we're going to move on to this next world premiere. It just seems like a a weird message. It seems like the wrong message for what he's trying to build with the show. I think like this, uh, you got to look at it like this. So we're in like a smaller bubble, like where we want to see like these developers and everything. The people they're trying to get to watch this show, 
yeah. it sounds kind of shitty. They don't yeah. care about that stuff. I know, they don't. I, and I agree with you, but like at the same time, like I, that's why the Oscars haven't been doing well. Like the Oscars have been trying to figure out how they, the their viewership has just dropped and dropped and dropped year like year over year over year. People just don't, and they're trying to figure out what can we do to make this more appealing. Like I don't really care about the Game Awards personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just, I personally watched it for what you guys are saying you didn't think should be there. I want well, it's not that I don't think it should be there. And and no, that I is, and that is like, you know, partially why I watch it too. But that, that that's just because of the design. The design is, Hey, we're going to reveal 20 fucking new games today. So like, yeah, like we're all going to tune in because we want to see what these 20 new games are. Uh, and I'm not saying it can't also be that. I just think there needs to be like a better allocation of time to like, you know, I, I personally, I, and again, I get what you're saying that like, you know, we're in this industry doing this stuff. So like we care more about what this studio is doing and what they have to say and, you know, their thoughts when they accept an award and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I feel like there is a way to produce that show to give the right spotlight to that type of stuff and also make it this like, Hey, we're going to drop all these cool announcements. Cause that, cause that is like, that's the winning thing. And like, honestly, that's how like the Oscars could, could fix their viewership. How if long it's was like, that? Too, how long was the, the runtime? Oh too long. God. I think it was three, two or eight, three hours. Must have been, I feel like it was over three hours maybe that's, with the pre-show. That's a, that's a huge problem with these award shows. So the problem is, is like if they start cutting out some of the other stuff and putting in the stuff that we're talking about, you're going to probably lose more viewers that way. And I think that's all he's looking at is getting more viewership from people to like get involved yeah. and watch these things. Yeah. And it's a, it's a hard balance of trying to figure out how do we, how do we get, you know, I, like, cause I completely yeah. get what, you, what you're saying. And it's just, I, I just don't know. With, with, with the game awards though, in particular, which is like part of why it's a little bit different than these other award shows is that like, it's not married to television. It's streaming. So like they can literally structure it however the fuck they want because they're not worried about, you know, every two minutes or whatever, there has to be an ad break for the, you know, the whatever CBS, Fox, whatever fucking channel it's on to to make a time slot. Exactly. They don't worry about the show is going to start at 10 o'clock. So we have to get out of here. Exactly. Like instead it's on Twitch and it's on whatever. So like he can structure it where like the there's the show that he's producing that is celebrating games the people that make them the people that play them all the stuff and then because it's again tied to streaming online there's no there is no ad break so like the ad breaks can be the world premieres like that that's the the trade-off is there's no commercials so the commercials can be these world premieres i don't know it yeah it, like i have no problem with the reveals like I, that's, yeah, that's why either. i watch it too i think that's why the most people watch it but yeah, it's like don't call it the game don't call it the game awards or just exactly. like do you, I don't know. It's just like it's not about the awards, like the majority of the show. So to me, yeah, that's what where where it's kind of like weird, or like it needs to either change the name of it, or like just change how the content comes out. Because like I'm fine with the with the world premieres and stuff. That's like the best part. That's like the most exciting mm-hmm. part. Um, None of these award know, shows know like... how to get this right ever though, because like even look at the Grammys. <laughs> like they didn't even put the best rap album on TV until like a couple of years ago. Like that would be like a side thing, or like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. that some of like the awards you were looking forward to most. It's like, you know, like stuff like that. Like it's these none of these places know how to figure this stuff out. They never have. I feel like they never will. I I uh I have some hot takes. <laughs> hit us, hit us. I like it. I like it all. I thought everything about it's great. Uh here's what I don't like. I don't like the fact that it's only 10% fan base picks and like 90% based on yeah, the I industry folks. Mm-hmm. I think that's complete 
completely detached uh, from the gaming community, and it's so out of touch that it actually negates like everything else. The rest of it, I dig. Yeah. Like the rest of I, it's cool. I like the presentation. I like. I love that they had Eddie Vedder. <laughs> oh, that was so I, fucking good. I am a Pearl Jam stan. I wrote my uh, high school final paper on Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Um, I've seen um, him like 50 times in concert. Ooh. So I'm, I bought a ukulele so that I could learn how to play ukulele because Eddie Vedder, so it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And so I was really excited like to see, I love to see like the mashup of like music and games because those are so important. Like, I was really excited to see the celebrities, even though everybody's bitching about it. Like I was not upset about that at all because wow, it's an award like show. Too. Yeah, yeah and it gives it like this certain kind of credibility to gaming that mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed. I would have liked him to maybe pair up like a really cool gamer and a celebrity to do That's, these things. That Absolutely. is the thing right there. I, yes. I, I think that would have I think that would have done it. Jeff, if you're listening and you do this, you're welcome. Um, and I think that the <laughs> idea if he's listening and he does this, it's not just you're welcome. It's fucking here's Zombie Kills and Tom Holland a- presenting this next award. Well, or Zombie Kills and Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Would be, Vedder. Yeah, yeah. Just, or, you I know, know I whatever. Tom Holland. I was just thinking of... Tom Holland's trash. Uh, Eddie Vedder. Sorry, fuck Tom Holland. Get him out of here. <laughs> fuck Tom Holland. Get him out of here. Kanye, I'll do, because I feel like we really have a lot to talk about, so it's whatever. Uh, I just uh, want to gather his soul up out of his body for a minute, but whatever. Right, I don't want to go think... on... I don't want to go on a Kanye tangent, but I'm so... I'm so disappointed. I, I I'm love so disappointed. Kanye. Like his music, to, like to me, he's probably like the most important artist producer. in my life. Best producer of our life, but with, he's Absolutely. in the trash can now. He lives in the trash now. It's he lives so, in the, he's there. It's so disappointing. He's Oscar the Grouch in the trash can. Like we can't even talk to him <laughs> at any point. But yeah, I feel like uh, that's where they fucked up. They fucked up with their detachment from the games community. They would have paired up with some gamers if they would have had a couple of better categories. Like I feel like there should have been some different categories. Um, and yeah, I just think that there was just like a slight level of detachment, which you get with all games thing. I mean, you get with all awards things, but I feel like for gaming, it was particularly resonant because of how alive and in touch with people our daily lives are. So out of all the awards, like shows, this one should have been the most like with the people because gaming is such like a bro, like we're hanging out with our friends at our parents' house playing games kind of thing. This should have been much more like accessible to us on that level. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of like didn't instead it was like billion dollar industry. It's like, bro, shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. You know, like that, no, no, this is weird. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's that's my opinion. I was really excited about it. I didn't give a fuck about any of the things they talked about. None of the games, like Sephiroth. I don't even know who that is. Sorry. I'm sorry. The games, <laughs> okay. it's like everybody's going to like stab me to death over this. Spycast is going to drop it. They're going to be like, we hate Zombie even more now. Power's over 9,000. She's a dumb hate Sephiroth? Yeah, that's going to be the title. Zombie yeah. Kill doesn't know Zombie who Sephiroth is. Final is, Fantasy. is she a real gamer? Yes, I don't like Final Fantasy. It doesn't appeal yeah, to me at all. Like I, I look at Sephiroth with a sword piercing you or something on the front. Exactly. (laughs) You're welcome for the video ideas from Todd. You're welcome (laughs) for their thumbnails. Mario with her. (laughs) Yeah, with me, with me. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's gonna happen. (laughs) I'm gonna be so upset. I'm gonna be so upset. It's iconic. Cut that out, Brendan. Cut that out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cut that part out, Brendan. Please. We don't have people. We don't have people listening like that. If we do again. I'm gonna I'm gonna come find you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm still, but I'm still shocked that like they let Christopher Nolan, who bored the shit out of everyone, do the game of the like why? Like him well, of all people, Everybody's like, boring. I'm sorry. The whole games like, awards is boring. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth, Jeff. I'm just yeah, telling you the nope. truth. He's 
He's not going to let me in the future class ever now, but whatever. <laughs> Steph, whatever. That's what I was going to mention too, because they had the whole future class thing, but they didn't, none of those people anybody. were a part of it. Yes. I it's so bizarre. I think they, they made like the commercial with the, with one of the guys who I don't know his name. I'm sorry, but like, yes, like, you're I feel yeah, like, like Dr. An... Lupo introduced it, I think. Right. Yeah. And it was and one it was person like, they showed. There's an opportunity to show everyone in that list. Even if it's just like a picture of them, like for a second, yeah. like, Jesus, it I was felt, like, not going to show they threw that shit in last minute to try to seem inclusive. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not going to put blessing up there. You're not going to show these people who have made it. Like, that's so kind of fucked up. It, it, there was the, right there is the opportunity. Like, like you I think that, that three minutes. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's like, especially it because, second, like, especially because this is a, this was a, a year where this is not an in-person event. So like, you want to have Gal Gadot and blessing present an award together. Okay. It's a camera on a computer. Like that's, and this was the year for them to do it. They dropped the ball. They dropped the fucking ball period. They dropped the ball. Uh, future class announcement dropped the ball on that like they dropped the ball on being able to explain that and show that in a real tangible way and show support of the fact that they care about these people that are doing really important work in a space that's really filled with a lot of vitriol and hate Mm -hmm. and uh, i hate the fact that they threw it and tacked it on as like a little here you go it's like the top 30 under 30 list and we're not going to do shit about it like i I, it just bothered me and it seemed like they pandered a little bit uh, I'm really, I'm really glad for my friends that were on that list because they are doing the, f- they are doing the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I am very good friends, as you guys know, with like Blessing and and Ka and and Cam and all them. Like I love those people with my whole heart, and I believe mm-hmm. in everything that they do. I was lucky enough to get nominated for that list. You know, like I feel very much like the people that I think were on that list. And I know Cam got left off of it by fucking dumb mistake, oh, which they should have fixed. They should have fixed it. And they have the ability to fix that. Especially they because the they, to- especially because they didn't add anything from right. it to the show. Like there was nothing to produce. It's just okay. add them to the list. I'm sure. very upset. <laughs> literally there. like the biggest robbery of that list to me is the fact that Cam didn't get on there. And, and I love Cam a lot. I, I, so I, I just, even, I find it during the show that you could, like, hey, go check out the top 50 class. I don't even think so. It? I have no idea. I don't it was remember. all such a clusterfuck of like things yeah. they could have done yeah. different. Yeah. Only thing I was excited about was Arc fucking 2. And I missed it. <laughs> I missed it because I was so bored by the show that I wasn't watching it. Uh, and I was getting ready to go live, you know, and do my thing. And I wasn't going to co-stream it because it was too fucking dangerous with DMCA stuff right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's just too, it was too dangerous. And a bunch of people got their videos taken down and muted. So, like, I'm really glad I didn't. Um, but yeah, the arc two thing. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's I'm talk about so arc. excited. I'm vibrating inside of my soul. Cannot wait. <laughs> also, I, I love Vin Diesel, so like this is oh, really so it's like a double win for, for you then. It's like a double win for me. Um, I was just really excited to see it. I thought it was really exciting. I thought it looked really great. I mean, that's what arc is like, anyways. So I didn't see anything like new to me, really. I saw some new tech that uh they showed off a little bit of that I'm kind of excited about, but Ark is my favorite game of all time. I say this on every podcast I've ever been on, so this podcast is no different. It is my favorite game that I've ever played, and I will continue to play it until I die. You need I have to, never you need been to, tired of it. You need to like teach me about Ark then, because I've like barely like ever Rust? played it. Is it kind of like a Rust? Ark is very much like Rust. So it's a okay. survival game, and you can be in tribes, or you could just like play it by yourself solo. There is a story that you can work through in the game that helps you unlock like better things. So you start out as like a sim. You're dropped on an island. There's dinosaurs there. You wake up and you've got nothing. You got to punch a bunch of trees. You got to gather things. You got to craft things. 
you can add people to your tribe um, and you can take over. You can do PVP or PVE. I prefer PVP. That's why I don't sleep and why I have 7,000 hours in the game because I stopped sleeping for two solid years. Um, you know, I didn't sleep for two years. It's fine. Um, and I became the best of the best. Uh, it's a toxic community. It's the most toxic community that possibly exists in games. You think I'm kidding? It really is the worst. I'm in lots of YouTube videos with people telling me that they wish I would die and that they would hang me and kill my kids. It's pretty bad. Communities. Community's pretty bad. Community's pretty bad. But the game is amazing. And you can beat these bosses and you can find all these notes that put together this incredibly rich lore that's just phenomenal. And I hate lore in games. I cutscene out of everything. I, I have ADHD that's wildly unchecked. If you have a cutscene that's lasting longer than 30 seconds, fuck you. I'm out of your game. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I just don't have time. I won't play Final Fantasy <laughs> ever. I won't. I don't. I won't play Witcher. If you're talking too much, I just can't. Just please, God. <laughs> I have three kids. I have three kids. Like, right. I just can't. And I have ADHD. I can't. So so for me, this game's wonderful because you can play the story at your leisure. You can build and just have your own servers that are private. You can go to other people's servers or you can play on public servers and you can dominate you can breed your dinosaurs and you can breed stats into them get stat mutations and color mutations you can raise the dinosaurs in real time some dinosaurs take 30 days to raise like fully mm -hmm. raise and you have to guard and protect your base while people are trying to attack you it all happens in real time so if you log off people might blow into your base and kill all of your shit that's taking what? literal oh, months oh my god yeah. i would i, I told you i didn't i didn't I would, sleep I would be too stressed for, for that shit two years i didn't sleep two fucking no, years man. Yeah. just wake up uh, you just wake up screaming like they're killing my dinosaurs <laughs> that's literally <laughs> I just want you to know, Grayson, I have a special alarm on my phone for like when my tribe ma my tribe mates would call me and like shit would be popping off and it'd be like, it's That's going so down for real. <laughs> 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 That's actually kind of amazing though. Like, Todd, yeah, could you imagine it? Cool. Yeah, I know. Like, could you imagine if it's like we're in shifts and it's like three in the morning exactly. hey todd you gotta get on right now they're you, fucking yes, our shit up yes that's literally it and then you got like people in australia you gotta have people in different time zones so they can like log on to take care of your shit guys it's the best game amazing. you've ever played that is kind of the best game you've never played and i am kind of a little bit i'm not gonna you know i don't do my own horn very much but i'm finna do it right now i am a phenomenal arc player i am i believe it i After am 7, hours I am a young arc god. Okay. So if you want to learn how to play arc, and there's not a lot of black women playing arc, it's actually very slim pickings. There's like seven of us. But like it is, it is my game. It'll be my game till I die. I've never gotten tired of it. Like my brain needs constant like things coming in, and I need to have like new experiences. And this game never fails to deliver that. You don't just beat the game because you beat the bosses because of the human interaction element and the fighting of tribes and all of this stuff. It's constantly changing. You've got to build your base better. You got to be grinding out bullets because people might have drained your turrets while you were sleeping at night. You got to do all kinds of stuff. Like That's it's just, it's insane. It's wild. And not enough people sweat this game the way they should sweat this game. Yeah. How I think we never haven't. That, that's what I'm know. saying. Like, I, that's why, like, I, I'm going to, I didn't, I didn't say Can this we play the... together. Can we play together? Was, I was, was, guys... was it free at one point? Cause I feel like I downloaded it's it. On it, was, it was, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game so, Pass, and there's maps you can buy and expansions you can buy. I highly suggest just buying it all. Like buy, there's but there's a bunch of free maps, but there's also a bunch of paid maps. Buy them all. It's fucking. Should worth I just it. wait for the new one with uh, Vin Diesel? The, the, do you think? No. Did you think Vin Diesel is gonna be like? Is, do you think he's gonna be like part of their set story no, or like a playable no. character or something? I think or that he'll like... be part of the lore of the game, but I don't think he'll be a playable character because Ark is about okay. your own customizable characters. 
So okay. you create your character and they have a really great range for you to create. It's amazing. You can create how far apart your eyes are, how thick your thighs are, how thin your ankles are, whatever. Like your forearms, you can make them fat. You, a lot of SpongeBob looking characters for no reason. <laughs> like, maybe, they, uh, maybe they paid him to like just be on that like CG trailer. I like, think trailer so. Yeah, because ARC well, has really good trailers. Like, their trailers are good, but they yeah. normally mm -hmm. don't have anything to do with, like, the, the actual, actual gameplay. Game, because the gameplay is so free. It's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. It's not like you're really progressing and playing the story. You are the story, and you're creating it, and you're finding bits of lore to unlock what's going on in the world around you. I so I just, if, I love it. I wonder if, with ARC 2, maybe, maybe what they're doing with the vin diesel stuff because they also showed off that show which I, to me was news i don't know if that's a new reveal oh, for the show it's, too it's a new reveal it's a new reveal and i'm very excited because yeah. i love primal so i like, love primal there, and this is good there's so many like actors and actresses and stuff in that in that show so i wonder if like all of those people maybe come into the game as lore bits too they're just like npcs that you know serve some sort of role in the game at some point yeah, their lore um, is pretty great and pretty deep. And I love that your kids, if your kids play it or if you play it, you'll learn so much about dinosaurs and proper names and terminology of things. It's actually really great. Shit, I've been sleeping on Ark. It's funny, too, because like at, earlier, well, I guess it's not what is today, Sunday. So the Game Awards were Thursday. At some point over the weekend, I was talking to Cam and I was like, we were just talking about some of the Game Awards announcements. And I was like, like, am I sleeping on Ark? Like, does Ark have like I, I was like. It, a is getting a show it got a sequel and it has like all these actors and stuff attached to it i'm like is this you like a big all community that it. i'm just sleeping on you guys are all sleeping on it everyone's been sleeping on it and i've been screaming this thing for 7446 <laughs> hours and i need y'all to please get on the boat with me and if anyone is listening and they want to play with me hello i'm zombie kills please find me on twitter and dm me about playing arc yeah i will play fucking arc with you it's dinosaurs bro is it crossplay it is crossplay um and i would I prefer to play it on the Xbox. I prefer to play it on the Xbox. It looks prettier on PC, but I just like most of my friends play Xbox. Like, yeah. So yeah, like no, I prefer if I, if to play I downloaded it, I'd, I'd play it on Xbox too. Because uh, I, I, I prefer to play it on oh, yeah, Xbox. It is, it, is. I, it is on PlayStation. I don't want to hurt your feelings when I tell you how many gigs it's going to take up. Well, That's the, the problem with the Series I'm so, X. I'm right now. eating all my shit on PS5 already. Yeah, it's, seven, it's over 200 gigs. Cough. Wow. <clears throat> what? So like one third, one third of fucking oh my series God. X. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it, Grayson. Okay. <laughs> I see you choking over there. It's I worth it. You. I'm like, oh, gotta delete Cyberpunk. <laughs> if these motherfuckers will download Call of Duty, yeah, oh, you best delete. If you if you want to put on Call of Duty, that. yeah, I did too. I broke up with Call of Duty. Also, I don't play war games on stream, so like it was useless to for me to have take up that space. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you're sleeping on Ark, it's time to wake up. It's time for you guys to jump on the train. Hello, welcome. I am the driver. Uh, I'll be taking you on a wild ride. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Was there anything the else, Zombie, that from there that you were excited about? The, or Arc, the show. Arc I'm excited about the show. Oh, the like, show too, that's yeah. It. But, yeah. I'm not excited about shit else that they said. Mass Effect, <laughs> don't know, never played the game. <laughs> Uh, like I said, another game with a lot of cutscenes. Uh, just I know a lot that of there's scenes, like, but you can date aliens, so I don't know. I mean, I that... could do that in Sims, baby, and I can right, speed it up know. super fast to match my pace of my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can have sex with them if I want to. So I'm just saying, I could do whatever. Uh, yeah, like I, I guess I just didn't really care. There's a lot of games that that don't grab specific people. I know they're gonna like be like, oh, she's not a gamer because she doesn't play these games, but like, 
some of these games just aren't for me. And so that's cool. They had the biggest reveal that had people the most shook was a game that is the most for me. And I felt so seen during this game awards because so many people tweeted me because they know how much I love art too. Everybody's like freaking out. They're like, has anyone checked on zombie right now? <laughs> and uh, I was so super excited about it. And I was excited to see Sephiroth and smash, not because I know who Sephiroth is, but just because I love seeing like new smash characters coming. Cause I do love smash. Um, and so like, those kind of things, those little bits and bobs were good. And I was really enjoying seeing my friends' reactions to things more than anything else because I love the joy of seeing my friends get excited about games they love. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I did not give a shit what game won whatever, like, to these people because to me it didn't matter. But seeing, like, people freak out about Mass Effect or freak out about, you know, I was excited about Season too. Season really appealed to me. Season yeah. looks really um, good. That's so like, season, I, I don't season have a PS5 really yet, beautiful. and that's like, shit, I need to buy a PS5. Yeah, Season had this melancholic, like, beauty to it that reminds me of, like, a Studio Ghibli film, or, like, I mm-hmm. love anime, so, like, it's one of the things I, I'm, I'm a fucking weeb, I guess. Like, I like anime, I like Studio Ghibli films, I like things that are pretty, and I like things that are sad. Sad and pretty is my favorite Same. mixture of things. That's yeah, why, yeah. you know, uh, if you have my merch, <clears throat> Brendan has my merch, it says sadness <laughs> in Japanese on the shirt. Uh, and I, I I love that kind of stuff. I, I will not put myself fully on blast by saying how how long I was taking pictures back here <laughs> before <laughs> I found the one that I liked the most. I was like, <laughs> I want to look good in this fucking tank top. Yeah, and and so I loved it. When I saw season, it just quieted me, I guess, over all the noise of the rest of the show. It was like Mm -hmm. a quiet moment, I feel like, over the rest of the show. And it was a moment that was beautiful, that cell shading that we all love, uh, the way that that looked. I just got super excited. Like, I I got excited around it. it. Yeah, Todd, you got an echo, Todd. Echo. Um, Yeah, for me, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I... I lo- like for me personally, I love stylized games like I- realism is cool. And like, you know, obviously when someone makes something that looks super realistic and it- it's gorgeous, that's great, too. But like I much prefer like whether it's something I'm watching or something I'm playing stylized is always like my preferred look for things. So like seasons looked great. I, l- I like the way that open roads looked a lot because it was like when it was on the characters in the car, they looked like more flat and comic booky, but then like the world around them was, was, you know, 3d. That was, um, that was the mom and the mom and daughter game. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which, I'm excited. I, the game to also has really good voice actresses too. Yeah. I had two big voice actresses tied to it, which seems to be like Anna Perna's new thing. Cause they also have that 12 minutes game that has like Daisy Ridley and, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, maybe I think there might be a third person that's, well known in there but that's like their new thing but like i i love indie games too so like those those two games were were kind of my thing it takes two looked interesting i don't know if it's like my jam but i like the concept i'm so excited for that game that's like one of my that that game stood out to me the most i was like this game looks amazing yeah uh and i was like i like what is this i like his games a lot um i didn't play a way of what's his name again i forgot uh joe joseph ferraris joseph ferris Ferris, um, okay. so yeah, a way out. I played a way out, and I liked it. And I also really liked um, Brother: Tale of Two Sons. That game like made me cry. So I, I actually really hear a lot. Of, I didn't doing. know that was his game. I heard I've heard yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people talk about that game. Yeah, okay. that was his studio, I think. Whatever it's called. Um, I think that was before he got into like the EA Originals thing. <clears throat> but yeah, he's like really cool with like uh, 
with co-op games. So he's been working on that for the like the past decade or longer, probably. Mm-hmm. He's a crazy freaking dude, but oh, yeah. his games are really fun. And this game looks really cute, like something I like to play with my boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, it it looks very interesting. Like I I like the concept of it, and I I think it's a smart thing too. Where I don't think many other I don't really think anyone else does this, but the thing with at least this game and his last game were like. If if I bought the game, I could I could also gift it to one friend so that we could play it together, which I think is what? like really cool concept. That. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. Like his games are like co-op only usually. Well, at least I'm, the way out was. That's so that's so kind. Now I feel like I have to look into this. Okay, you guys are mm. hipping me to some. <laughs> let me take let me take very, some notes. Very wholesome. Yeah, yeah. It takes two is is definitely uh very looks very interesting. Um, I mean I'm I'm a big Mass Effect stand, so like Mass Effect. I, you know, I don't think that game's going to come out for a long time, but I'm I'm here for a hype little tease of, of a new Mass Effect game that's set in like the seems to be following the story of like the old trilogy because the last Mass Effect game was kind of whatever. Um, I'm also pumped for Perfect Dark just because like I like those games on the N64, but I, I'm, I'm kind of more excited about the fact that it's being made by like the new studio that Microsoft built the initiative. Um, Cause they're like a handpicked team of like, they, they basically built this team from the ground up to be like, we need to make a fucking amazing game. So it's a bunch of ex Santa Monica dudes too, isn't it? Like it's, it's like a lot of ex. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's basically over. a cherry picked studio from like all over the place. There's people from That's Sony exciting. Santa Monica. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. exciting the, Microsoft keeps calling it a quadruple a studio, which like sounds stupid and like markety, but also at the same time, like the, the game, di- the game director is like X uh, crystal dynamics. He, he was like on the, t- the Tomb Raider reboot team. Uh, the game producer is like X call of duty guy. There's a bunch of Sony Santa Monica. So it's like people from like, all these other big studios that um, it seems like Microsoft's just dumping money and saying like, please just make a good game. So hopefully it's a great <laughs> game. What would you compare perfect dark to? Like, what is it? I know it's a first person shooter, but what kind is it like halo or is it more like call of duty? Or is so, like... so per the old perfect dark, like the first Golden game it sounds was, weird, like... it was literally so oh, okay. like, so like rare made golden eye on the N64, then rare made perfect dark, which is like basically better golden eye. And um, Perfect okay. Dark is basically the blueprint for all of the modern for first person shooters. Like yeah. basically like this is it's the blueprint. So yeah, the Perfect Dark announcement was pretty cool if you're like an old school FPS head and you're like okay, this is yeah. this is kind yeah. of promising cuz they did it well then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What will they do now? So like exactly. I was kind of I'm kind of looking forward to that cuz like I don't know, I'm kind of tired of all these first person shooters other than Fortnite cuz you know, I have been a Fortnite stand the whole time. Everybody else is jumping back on it now, but I have <laughs> I never jumped off because I knew Leading how cool us. it was this whole time. Just saying. I love uh, Fortnite. And Fortnite's fantastic. It is a cultural phenomenon. It is an amalgam of all the things that we love in one place and it's kid friendly. But it's also super stimulating and challenges like your perceptions of what you think is a first person shooter. If you hate on Fortnite at this point, you're just doing it because you think it's cool and you probably are a hipster. I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're not know. wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not you buy seven dollar coffees every morning. Stop. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the perfect dark announcement was was pretty dope. I'm, I'm excited. I think uh, the other thing, uh, perfect dark. Thing- what? Go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say I feel like oh. no one talked about this either. But would you say? I thought you froze uh, for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone. Uh, well, my, yeah. Um, 
Returnal. Um, I maybe one day when mm-hmm. I can find a PS5, I can play that game. But you know, that game looked amazing to me, that's and a, I'm a huge roguelike. Right? Yeah, housemark. Yeah. I don't know. That, I've like, never played roguelike. I've I I I can't get into it. Like everybody's into this Hades thing, and oh, uh, so good. I yeah. I don't know. Should I really do it? Should I just try it? You should try it. I think so. H- Hades yeah. is one of the better ones. If you want to like try out a roguelike, yeah. Hades, Hades is is definitely up there. Games. Yeah. Okay. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of. There's not a lot of like text or cutscenes. Are mostly just like thrown right into the combat. It's okay. it's fun. It's fun. The characters if, are really cool. If, well designed. If you want, yeah. If you want like zero, like text, Dead Cell is probably the better way to go because that's just more about like action. But I'm very play. bisexual, and I feel like I need. Then you need Hades. Hades is, yeah, Hades everyone's is hot. Yeah, I do like shirtless men a lot. And yeah, I, I yeah, I feel like I need to be very bisexual. So I guess I'll be tuning into Hades. Hades, Hades is a a, a thirsty game. There's a lot of I've people. definitely I've definitely been like trying to get out of my zone by by learning about games through my friends, like through my friends who are in the games industry right now. I've been really like just kind of listening and being like, let's get out of your zone and play something different, like mm-hmm. that you wouldn't play. So like once a week, I try to play something that I would never touch on my own ever and i and i've been kind of having fun with it like i didn't think i would like ori uh at all and mm-hmm. and i thought ori was fantastic yeah and, i love i love that game and beautiful well it kind of reminded me of child of light like i love child of light a oh, whole lot i love that yeah. game i love that game too and like it didn't get near as enough love it doesn't get as much love oh, and i, I just love gorgeous. that game and it's just gorgeous and it's beautiful. Like I said, I really like sad games and that game is so melancholic. So like if you guys know <laughs> of any sad games, please turn me on to them. Cause I, I, mean, if, I like listening to sad rap and playing sad games. So, you know, I, I'm, I've got a brand. This is like a, a this is like a weird recommendation. It's really short and it's probably not something you can really stream just cause it's a mobile game. But Florence, if you want to, if you want to cry, if you, that's... Just so you know, just so you know, mobile game streaming just came to Twitch. Like they're now able to stream uh, mobile oh. games straight directly to Twitch from your phone. Uh, that happened like what four days ago or something. So yeah, I pr- I might do that because now Wait, I can like I literally lay in my bed and stream now, which is it's, wild. That's pretty crazy. It's basically it's like a, sh- a really short game. It's like the story of a girl and her relationship and like where it starts and where where it goes and. I, I play I like downloaded it on a whim one night because I was like this game, you know, a lot I see a lot of people like not enough people talking about it, but I saw enough people that I trust their opinions talking about it. And I downloaded it one night in bed and I don't play a lot of games on my phone. And I tell you, like it's maybe three hours. I don't even know how long it is, but no, I think it's like forty five. You could be in like an hour, I think. So then yeah, maybe it's like an hour then. And it's like yeah. I laid in bed and by the end of that game, I'm just laying in bed with tears down my eyes, like sad boy like i'm i'm not sleeping tonight because i'm it's so fucking real. sad right now too real it's i a, love this game. i i like yeah. you guys's opinions on games so i'll, I'll pay attention awesome. it's like a dollar or two dollars too yeah it's it's inexpensive it's on switch too but i think it's a little bit more expensive but if you get the mobile version it's very very inexpensive um but yeah the other thing about perfect dark racing is like it's a little bit espionage um, and I think this game, because I think this is going to be like a reboot of the series, because the last game came out like 15 years ago. So I think this is going to be like a fresh slate for this. But it seems like, uh, according to the developers, at least, they're going to kind of lean more into the espionage side of things as well to make like a, a cool like shooting game. But also like if you were a, a spy in this world. So uh, that looks good. And then I think there was one other thing. Uh, Back for Blood looked kind of cool, which 
I don't know if anyone ever played Left 4 Dead before. I know Todd has. Yeah, but, yeah. I, it looks um, dope. It looks like something I play. I love zombies. Like yeah. I love zombie games. That's why my name is Zombie Kills. And has to do yeah. shooting zombies and shit. Is I'm down for it. I'm down. I like zombie movies. I like zombie games. I don't like horror stuff, but I like zombies shit. What's your favorite zombie movie of all time? I don't want to put you on the spot like that. Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> okay. The original uh, one or nope, the remake? The, re- the remake. I don't I like the original one. Yeah, the original it's one, a the makeup's bad. It's weird. It just doesn't look. It doesn't look scary. It just doesn't pull off. I like. I get like it's. It was ahead of its time back then, but it's. It, it didn't age well. It didn't no, age well at all. People will probably like chastise us for that, but I just I agree with you. I like the remake a lot. I love is the re- is the re- remake when they're in the mall? Is that what that yes. movie is? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And it's really good. Movie, and then actually. and then I'm also like a huge Walking Dead stan. Like, Do you still uh, watch the show or no? I still watch the show, but I'm like a a little. I'm a a season behind currently because like I haven't watched it this year because of how crazy my content creation life has been kind of recently, mm-hmm. but. I love Walking Dead. I got to meet Jesus at a con. Uh, the guy who plays Jesus at a con. I got to meet Carol at a con. Like I, I'm all about Walking Dead con in Georgia. Like I, I, I love Walking Dead. I know I don't like the Telltale games at all. I know everybody else oh, does man. on the planet. Don't tell Cam that. Yeah, he like I, I like the first season and the rest of them kind of like fell flat for me. I played honest, the first then. season and I was like, okay, this is okay. And then the rest of them, I was just like, this went on too far. And then yep. they came out with this weird bridge building simulator. They Have did? you guys seen it? No. Yeah. You, yeah, it's like, wait. I forget what it's called, but it's like Walking Dead something something. Br- it's a, a bridge building. Right? It's a it's a <laughs> here. I'll it's have to look game, it up. Right? No, it's a it it's Walking Dead bridge constructor. Bridge constructor Walking okay. Dead. <laughs> you guys really haven't seen it? You guys name. haven't no, seen this? I don't remember okay. now. I've seen it's it. got an eight out of ten on Steam, and I don't know how. <laughs> like I do, I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, and I, and I know that I'm like a target demographic because I love Walking Dead so much. I buy everything Walking Dead, but I just could not reconcile in my soul buying this game <laughs> or playing it. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to build bridges in my spare time. Uh, not even for zombies. Uh, but yeah. I, I love zombie anything. So that game actually popped off in the corner and I'm like, hopefully I'll get invited to a beta. Hopefully I'll get a code, something, something, something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. I want to shoot zombies with my friends. Yeah. That shit's exciting. I need to I'm... get an Oculus Quest then and get the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners because that game is phenomenal. Okay. You got Oculus Quest money? That's my Black Mom <laughs> moment. Of the that's my Black <laughs> Mom moment of the pie. It's only, what is it, 300 bucks? 200 I mean, that's, that's still not no, cheap. It's not yeah. cheap. I got three VR. kids. I got three kids, my guy. <laughs> Oculus, if you want to send me an Oculus Quest, I'll play your walking There you go. Game, that's what you got to do right there. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I'll send you my pitch deck. Don't just send it to me because I'm black. Okay, guys? Actually, you don't want to mess up like those Microsoft and Sony guys. Actually, when we... When we end the show, Zombie, remind me to tell you something about VR, about Oculus Quest in particular, because okay. remind me. I, I, I have an idea. But um, <laughs> Okay, I will the, remind you. Last... Yeah, oh, go ahead. I, th- no, I want to say that anything to do with zombies, if they would just have come out with it this year during our pandemic, should have hit different for everybody. And I feel like they should have pushed more zombies on us, and we would have taken it gladly. Mm-hmm. They could. Why didn't we get one pandemic game? Well, who's making? Isn't someone making a movie about the it's pandemic? A movie, yeah, that's isn't coming it like out? Michael. It's Michael Bay, right? Like yes, or, I think so. Yeah, no. Well, There's gonna be explosions. 
<laughs> yeah but but listen like it's just gonna be a bunch of people's hanging out in their house for like months at a time and that's gonna be and then like explosions in the streets but everyone's just in their house on zoom calls so it's gonna be the whole movie i i don't know i just feel like we should have gotten more like we should have gotten some sort of cool play games i don't know i just feel like somebody should have really capitalized off of this a missed a missed it, mark i i think there's still time unfortunately because people yeah. aren't wearing their fucking masks still Oh yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be hanging yeah, out. Yeah, twenty twenty one is gonna be it's another twenty twenty part we're, two. We're, we're it sucks. It sucks it's so bad. Garbage. I just I've never been I've never been to like uh, a video game convention. con like a convention as and as like I'm a Twitch partner now, bro. Like I could go to all these fun things as like yeah. a person with a check mark and a little bit a little bit of something something. And instead, I'm gonna be in this house, not wearing all my cute shit in public and hugging <laughs> my friends because people gotta be so fucking raggedy and not care about any other humans. Please wear a mask. Uh, yeah, wear a fucking mask or you're a trash can. But yeah, 1, I I was really looking forward to that. I was really looking forward to getting to do like all the cool stuff with video games this year. No, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get to hug y'all in person the way this thing's tracking right now. <laughs> it's right. it's it's yeah. bad out there. I have I have strong feelings for people that don't wear masks and aren't acting right during this. I have, I have very strong feelings about those people. Uh, the last thing that I thought looked cool from the Game Awards was Crimson Desert, um, which oh. I, feel, I feel like I saw nobody talking about that game, but like it, it seems to be like a kind of studio that like no one really knows about, and like it just it looked really impressive if the game actually like plays as cool as that trailer looked i think that game could like be a random hit out of nowhere um it like it was, was really good it was doing a lot like there was a lot of shit going on there and i will be very impressed if if the game plays as cool as that looked um so that's something to keep on on your radar um i think they um that studio they do black desert which is like a mobile game if i'm not mistaken oh okay and but Wait, I think Black, Desert, more... Black Desert Online isn't that like an Xbox yeah, I think, game? I think I didn't know sure. it was that developer. Okay, but yeah, I think it's the same people who make those games, which is like a really good-looking mobile game. I think interesting. So, so they got that mobile money, so they can make some console right? game. Yeah, that game looked very impressive, like that trailer. Um, because at first I was like, oh, this kind of looks like Assassin's Creed, and then they bring in the dragons. You're like, oh shit, you're riding a dragon. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, there's like magic and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is really cool. And yeah, like, like oh, it, it looks like Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it literally just like kept. It very would be ambitious. like, it, yeah, it was very ambitious. It kept like showing more and more, and I was like, what is this game? Like, it's not. It, there's so much going on, so it, it could be potentially pretty that. cool. Um, I know we're running a little bit late here, so before we wrap things up. Initially, part of why uh, Zombie's on this week is because she threw out a hot take about Arby's, and the best. The best. Normally, the like a like a thing, like a dumb thing that we usually do whenever we have anyone on uh, is we usually ask them like, "What's their favorite fast food?" And then, like, you know, wh wherever they live, like, if there's regional food that, like, because we're at, Todd and I are in Massachusetts, Grayson's in Chicago. So, like, you know, there's stuff over here that isn't everywhere, and there's stuff where he is that isn't everywhere. So, like, if there's, like, a cool regional either food spot or food item that, like, isn't around elsewhere that you want to, like, educate us on. But first and foremost, Arby's is your fast food goat. Like, that's where you would choose? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And have you seen their incredible marketing team towards like weaves and oh, gamers? Oh, so good. Yeah, their so marketing good. is on point. Like they don't fuck around. Listen, uh, if you get bad Arby's, it's bad, right? Like if you get bad Arby's, it's bad. But Arby's offers an entirely unique take on fast food. Like it's a whole unique take. Every item on their menu is pretty unique. It's not something that you get anywhere else. And I and I love that about them. I can go and get 25 different hamburgers at 25 different places. Uh, you can go get the same, you know, French fries at every other places. Even their French fries are crazy. Like Arby's is just popping. It is the seasoned cultured uh, choice for fast food. Goers. Okay. This is all, all right. I, I think part of the, I don't know about Chicago, but there's not really Arby's in Massachusetts. So I, I wonder if that's part of the, the, no. the confusion mm-hmm. for Arby's being your, your goat. We had some in Orlando when I used to live in Florida, but I've never really, I think I've eaten at Arby's once in my life. So I don't have really an opinion. I've, I've never uh, eaten I know their Arby's. fries are, I know their fries are actually really good. They have you, um, have you, they have, Arby's? I think they have onion no, rings never. there, which is why I think I went this there is, in the first place. This is wild to me that you guys are all sitting here not understanding about <laughs> Arby's. Like, I don't, if you can see me, I know my eyebrows aren't on, but they're blown back right now by this take. <laughs> like, I think, I think I'd, we have to drop. For Todd and I, we'd have to drive to New Hampshire, I think, if we wanted to get Arby's. Because I don't think there's Arby's in Massachusetts. Well, okay, that seems a little crazy. So let's not go to New Hampshire. For, <laughs> yeah, for yeah no one in New Hampshire is wearing masks. They're all like, fuck the, this They're all like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should go there. I'm just okay. yeah. right, take on enough. that, but let's not do that. If I well, went to Arby's, though, what am I ordering? Like, what is the go-to thing? The beef and cheddar. The beef and cheddar is like the go-to. And then you'd get... Either jalapeno poppers or the curly fries, right? And then you polish it off with a jamocha shake. Okay. All is right. That, is that like a chocolate shake? But like it is it is jamocha? a coffee. It's like a chocolate oh, coffee Java. shake. Okay. Right. That makes it's sense. A, that sounds it's really a, good. It's it is a chocolate coffee shake and it is so good. Uh but yeah, that's like mm. the goat, like the beef and cheddar, and they've got this like special red sauce that is really really good and like i'm a person who likes all my stuff just so you know i'm like kind of a heathen i don't like sauce or anything on anything i'm picky i'm like a four-year-old kid i'm like no lettuce tomatoes none of it i just want meat and cheese only like please just like please yeah please no that's how you get food poisoning just leave me alone (laughs) and then uh i like my beef and cheddar though like i like it and it's one of the things that like when you eat it it's a big sandwich it's a little bit messy but like it's just good. And it's roast beef. Like how often are you just eating roast beef? Like you're not, you're not eating it all the time. It feels like you get a really good meal. That's like more homemade or like deli style than just like sliding through Wendy's or McDonald's. McDonald's. Or so I think this is probably why Arby's is not in Massachusetts. Cause Massachusetts is like roast beef land. Like, like there there's legitimately a roast beef place at the corner of where I'm at. Like there's roast beef places everywhere. Cause yeah. it's like, it's like a new England thing. Uh, actually it's not even a new England thing. It's, it's just like a Massachusetts thing. And it's not even the whole state. It's just like, we live on the, on the Northern part of the state, which is like the, the good part of Massachusetts. And, uh, it's like just a North it's, it's called the North shore. It's just a North shore area. Pretty much. That's like roast beef is, what we what we fucking eat out here like there's legit like i I live i live in salem which is like the the witch city and just in salem if i'm thinking right now there's at least four dope roast beef spots 
That's wild to me. There's yeah. zero of those here. I live in Mississippi, so it's like super country. So we have like a lot of soul food uh, and a lot of since we're, uh, you know, on the water down here, like where we have a lot of like shrimp and like coastal stuff and then soul food gumbo, seafood gumbo, stuff like that. And then, you know, a lot of Mississippians have traversed up to Chicago because most everybody in Chicago has family in Mississippi and likewise. So like it's just soul food stuff. It's like tons and tons of soul food options all the time. Is is Mississippi also Cajun food or no? Yes. Because I love like I love spicy food. Yeah. Well, we're the Delta. So we're, you know, like I literally live less than two hours from New Orleans. So like I can like bebop okay. right over to New Orleans and kick it. Um Anthony Bourdain came here, who's my hero. He's like my top hero of my life is anthony bourdain he came here and did a food special on one of my friend's restaurants it's called the big apple inn they serve like a really good pig ear sandwich which i know sounds gross but like it's rooted in our culture and like mm -hmm. uh it's a really good place to get a good meal and they also sell tamales which have a deep rooted uh the spanish culture here in mississippi has deep rooted roots with our working as like sharecroppers etc so it's really important to us too so we have a, a crazy mix of like people who came out of slavery, et cetera, and their food roots and uh, how it kind of made this hodgepodge of things here in Mississippi. But I, I personally love Big Apple Inn. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite places to eat down here. But Arby's is my fast food go-to, and I don't eat a lot of fast food. Like, I don't really eat yeah. fast food very often. Same. I order uh, Grubhub every day, but it's not fast food. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think for me, like for fast food, it's it's probably Wendy's. That's spi the spicy chicken sandwich is my is my go to fast food probably. Did we, Wendy's did that... is good for me too. I, yeah, I is Wendy's yours or you don't know? Yeah, like I try not, not to, I try not to eat as often either. Like McDonald's is the closest place to me, so I I do find myself like in the middle of the night, not the middle of the night, like eight p.m. I'm starving. <laughs> I don't want to make dinner. And I'll go to fuck it. I'll walk to McDonald's and I'll get something. But I never, I'm never satisfied. It's never as good as I think it's going to be. Right. I, I even get like vanilla shake or like a chocolate shake. And it's just not as thick and creamy as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I like, I like Sonics a lot. Like, but I don't know oh if that's gosh, considered like, their food's is that like fast not food? Good. Their food's <laughs> not, there's a Sonic on every corner here in Mississippi. Okay. There's what literally there's one less than like less than a mile from my house that I frequent because I need Sonic drinks to mix my alcohol into on a daily basis. Yeah, that's actually really fucking yeah, smart. I like their they slushies. have a lot of crazy drinks. They're, yeah, they're slushies. Sense, yeah. They're lit. They've got a crazy selection of beverages. And if you get a bottle of vodka and it's a Friday night, I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> saying pre-mixed drinks, you're welcome for the protein. I, I have you like a bad You need to get Sonic to sponsor your fucking stream that's what you God, if they would sponsor my stream i already that's, spent I, on average i probably spend 50 dollars a week at sonic right now and drinks it's have, just drinks because they're yeah. shit. they have really good like yeah drinks and slushies and like smoothies and shakes and stuff yeah i have a fascination with like onion rings and i always want onion rings <gasps> me, too, me too me too because yeah, yeah. there's not like there's not a lot of places that have onion rings so when they do and they i'm do like oh, well. i have and they, to and, get yeah because they can't so, like, be Burger rock King, hard Burger no, Kings are like really Burger... they're good at when you get them fresh and they're done well because they got a little bit of sweet crunch to the yes. to the to the breading. Yes. Very Burger King right and then like Burger King and Sonics are literally the only two fast the food only places. Two places. I think Arby's yeah. maybe Arby's has it too, I think. Um, but it's just like I don't know, I love a fucking onion ring. So that's why I do too. I, I love an onion ring. But I think Wendy's is like probably up there for like my favorite. If I had like to choose between 
I would I used to say Taco Bell, but it fucking Taco Bell makes me like feel like shit. It makes everybody feel as, like shit. It doesn't. It's and not then, that good. It's not. It's that in good. your brain that it's better than it is. It's one of those yeah, weird like yes. bait and switch things. Like we all think we want Taco Bell, and then you get it, and you're like, "Why did I fucking get Taco Bell?" Shit. I'm like, "Why? Well, see why this taco costs eighty cents because it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, not even food at this point." I yeah, think that's the other part of it too. Is it's because it's so much cheaper than the rest cheap. of them. It's like it's like yeah, I'll go to fucking you. Taco Bell, spend seven dollars, and get fucking twenty seven things. <laughs> spend seven dollars and get one of everything on the menu basically um exactly if if i was coming to mississippi like what is the regional food i need to go eat like what is the thing i need to go find and eat I'd say if you gumbo. have that knowledge I, or, i'd say gumbo? i'd say gumbo i'd say gumbo like to, to eat gumbo down here is pretty much an ex- it's a orgasmic experience but anthony bourdain would tell you tamales in the delta so like oh. there's we have some very regionally specific things. Like I said, due to like slavery and like the way that uh, our culture is down here uh, due to like how incredibly impacted by all that stuff this this region still is, it is a hodgepodge of different foods. But tamales in Mississippi are a huge part of our culture. Like they're a huge part here. Uh, so they're literally like ingrained as like soul food, uh, which is wild because we have a we have like a small but strong uh, Spanish community here, like they're they've been here as long as we have pretty much. Uh, you know they've been here as long as we have, and our food is like shared together. So like if you're at a place and you're getting soul food, more than likely they're gonna have tamales too, which is wild to think of like the two mashup. But like tamales are like soul food too. Like they're very. I I like I associate them as being like the same thing, <laughs> like at this okay. point. Fuck! Now I want tamales. Or you could come to my house and I could make you cornbread. I know this would make mm. Kyle Jenkins very upset. So I saw <laughs> him tweet that, and I mean, disgusting take. I like I Trent. love I like. What was his take? What did he say? He doesn't <laughs> fucking like cornbread. Yeah. Oh, I I, I, think I like cornbread, but I prefer biscuits. So oh! I like biscuits too. I, like, yeah, why can't you like both? I like both. Oh, I like both. Why not both? Biscuits. There's no preference there's for there's me. No pre- yeah, yeah they're, no, they're both delicious. If they're no... both, if they're both, you're not serving good, both. They're both delicious. It's usually just, it's usually just one or the other, anyways. Yeah. Feel like so, like, I don't know. I, like, and cornbread, cornbread is just like an old food that's a good food, and it'll, it's like, it's ancient, right? Yeah, like cornbread is anything. like old. Goes good with anything. Yeah, and like it's some... just, it's very upsetting that Khalif Adams. <laughs> I'm calling him by his government name now. Khalif Adams decided to to post that on the internet for the entire world to see. I, uh, I'm pretty sure I was, Cam agreed with them too. And like when I saw that, I was like, "Do I just do I have bad taste? Like, is cornbread no, bad? It, like, what is no, going on? No, okay. what's wrong with them is that they believe in saying whatever crosses their crazy ass's mind <laughs> on the internet. Like, they just say whatever, and they don't care about the consequences of those actions. It was wild to me. It was wild. They were just shooting shots in the dark. <laughs> and I was just very upset by it. But yeah, offensive, I make really honestly. good. Yeah, I, it's offensive. It's wrong. We should probably cancel. Whoever, whoever's in charge of the cancel culture, quote unquote, please get on it expeditiously. Oh, but yeah, like uh, cornbread's also another thing that like is a thing that everybody has with every meal here. Uh, it's just like, a I don't know, you go to somebody's house and they're going to have cornbread. Uh, that, that sounds amazing. Well, you should be. I mean, that's why we're very obese here. We <laughs> we're the most obese place in the United States of America for a reason. Uh, we eat good food. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Ain't nothing wrong with being fat, baby. It's just it is what it is. We good, we good down here. So yeah, I, the fast food debate. I posted that take, and it got a lot of responses. People feel very strongly about a lot of things, and they're very loud and very wrong because they <laughs> obviously don't understand how great Arby's is. Also, if anyone, if anyone on the planet thinks Arby's doesn't have the best marketing, like oh, for nerds, like. They're... Their marketing is light years above. Look at McDonald's with that Travis Scott bullshit. <laughs> and then look at what Arby's was doing. The Travis Scott shit remind me of the Raisins. Remember the Raisins from like yes, the 90s? Yes. That were like, they the did the, like the Super the Bowl. Do you remember? Raisins or whatever, right? I feel like Travis California Scott. Raisins? Yeah, they were the California Raisins and Travis Scott are on the same fucking level. And that's a hot take <laughs> I probably should put on the internet. But who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I just want to eat fucking everything right now. No. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, which I am again, I want to take take a second to just thank both of you for coming on here. Grayson, as always, you're you're, you know, you've been on a few times now and we love having you and Zombie for taking the time to chat with us. Uh it's it's great to have new opinions, new perspectives come on the show. We love chopping it up with people like Grayson who who we have, you know, ongoing on the air opinion conversations, you know, that people know what, what he's all about and what he goes to bat for and with the games he stands and, and, you know, whether he's right or wrong, who knows, but we love getting yeah. new voices on here too. And, and talking about, you know, literally everything, whether it's games, food, what have you issues going on in the world that need to be fixed. So again, I, I really do appreciate both of you taking the time to come on tonight. Before we go, though, if you guys want to take a moment to plug literally anything you want, where people can find you, things you're working on, things that you are working on in the future, or whatever it may be, whatever you want to promote or talk about here. Grayson, if you want to go first. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Grayson Morales. <clears throat> um, I don't have like a fancy username or anything. Just Grayson Morales. That's like my name for everything. Um, you can find my writing over at Twinfinite.net. Um, not really working on anything specific. Just uh, we've been doing a lot of cyberpunk coverage, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> not, uh, yeah. And I, I also have my own podcast. It's called the Positive Players Podcast. I haven't done a new episode in a few months, but um, I do have ten very good episodes up on everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Um, I interviewed people, um, some friends around the industry, um, some of my peers. Uh, about how they're dealing with the pandemic, how they're dealing with 2020, and just t talking about more positive stuff that's been happening in games recently instead of like focusing on negative or whatever. It's really cool. Really proud of that. Um, so yeah, Positive Players Podcast. That's me. All my stuff. I love it. I mean, I'm, I might be biased because I'm your friend and I've been on the show, but you should definitely, if you're listening to this, check out Grayson's show because at some point there will be more delicious episodes to, to gobble yeah. up. Yeah, I will. I will. I plan on coming back like next year. Just, you know, doing a podcast isn't easy. I commend you guys for doing this every week because it is not easy at all. I was like, how do people fucking do this? Because I'm like, it's so tiring, especially just hosting a podcast and having to bring a different guest on every week. I'm just trying to figure out a different format for the next batch of episodes that I do. So, yeah, I expect more news from that from my Twitter account and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I love it. So definitely check out Grayson Zombie. Where can people find you? What do you got going on? Plug whatever you want to plug. 
I'm Zombie Kills, Z-O-M-B-A-E-K-I-L-L-Z. You can find me on Twitter, chopping it up, saying crazy shit, having hot takes. You can find me on Twitch, um, normally on Thursday through Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Central. Have a good time. Never know what you're going to get, like a box of chocolates. This is going to pop off at any moment. I've got some really big projects in the way. I am launching my very own podcast. It is going to be called Zombie Chills. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and I'm going to be hanging out with different people in the industry and getting drunk or high with them on air. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and, talk, and talking about uh, video games, uh, different takes on video games. Maybe we'll talk about some sex in video games. Maybe we'll talk about, uh, you know, who we think is hot in video games. Maybe we'll talk about racism in video games. Maybe we'll talk, I mean, we'll talk about anything. Uh, and tie it in back into the video games. And we're going to have a really good time. It's going to be a time where I can highlight my peers in the industry or people that I've come to know and love. I hope to have Grayson on there at some point. And you, you know, I'd love to have y'all come on and have a good time. Uh, and other no, than that, I'll, you know. I'll get, the, I'll get the beer ready. I'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go. yeah. And we've, uh, I'll be also launching my very own stream team tomorrow uh called the radically kind gamers and it's about gamers who are focused on building kind communities uh and uplifting each other and making quality content so that's something you should keep your eyes on go follow them on twitter uh, and check us out uh, because it's going to be a lot of really cool and diverse uh people in the industry that i think need some time to grow and have a space to be kind so i'm really excited about that that's awesome yeah, I, I saw that you had had started promoting that a little bit. I'm I'm excited for that. That's awesome. Got to do something in this world. We got to change the space, uh, whatever way we can do it. And getting to be Twitch partner, you know, a couple of weeks ago, this was my chance to launch my own stream team. So I was really excited. It's amazing stuff. Well, like I said, I'm super, super, super happy that that both of you were able to to come on tonight and chat with us, chop it up a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm forever forever grateful for anyone that takes the time to to kick it with us. So as far as I'm concerned, you guys are both amazing in my book. Um, and don't let anyone else on the internet, especially, tell you differently. Um, You're so damn sweet. You're so damn You're sweet. So, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just. And this. I'm also feel. I just want to say I'm really <laughs> excited to get to hang out with you, Grayson. Uh, I really admire your work, and I really enjoy you as a person on the internet no. that I follow. So I was thank really you, happy you. to no, be you've here. No, you've been. I've, I've I've been excited to like get to talk to you. We're not not face. We're not doing face to face. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> IRL, whatever the whatever the hell this is. <laughs> whatever the fuck this, this is anymore. But, We're in the matrix. No, Who knows? Like, you've been doing like so much cool stuff, and I even love. I love seeing you grow the past few months. So it's been cool to, oh, to talk to so you. So sweet. It's great. It's like initially Grayson wasn't like planned to be on this episode, but when after the game awards Grayson hit me up and he was like can I come on this week like I need to talk about the game awards and I, I was like I was like is if you're cool with being on with Zombane he was like please put me on this episode I'm like all right let's fucking oh do God. it then let's that do it me, that makes me that makes me smile so much because I think Grayson's so cool I was like I'm oh. gonna be on the show with Grayson later and my friend was like that's so cool <laughs> I, I felt the same way so yeah that's I awesome. love it I love it it's great so as always, you can find all of our stuff at pastthecontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Mike at underscore mycopath. I know Mike's not here, but it feels weird to not include him because Mike's my guy. But thank you again for listening to this week's episode, episode 234. Thank both Grayson and Zombie for coming on and hanging out with us. And if you go outside, for God's sake, please wear a fucking mask. Please.
Bye.